Hey guys, brand new podcast. The Birdie Boy Relapse Tour is on sale right now. These are the dates. They are scrolling right there. Find your city. Find your date. Find your time. Early show or late show. Can you make it on a Wednesday night? I know I'll be there on a Wednesday night. And guess what? I'll be partying hard as fuck on a Wednesday night because a Wednesday night means one show usually. So take a look. Do you see your city? Do you see your state? Well, we'll find the time. Find the show you want to go to. Then go to burtburtburt.com. Click the link that says tickets. Click the link that says RSVP. Then cut and paste that link that comes up. Send it to all your friends and say, hey, Bert's in town. Let's get fucking wasted. <laughs> Let's go see great comedy and have a fucking blast. New Year's Eve, I'm in Philadelphia, Tallahassee, October 24th. Tampa, I've added another show at the Straz. I will see you guys on tour, Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. All right, now let's get to the podcast. By the way, we just added today's guest, you'll hear it on the podcast, to my Tampa run. So my Tampa run that I do, uh, it goes Tampa, Orlando, Tallahassee, Jacksonville, Hollywood, Fort Myers, and we just added Blake Weber. Blake Weber is a stand-up comedian. Started in South Florida. We talk about that. More importantly, we talk about fucking golf. Listen, if you are not into golf, if you're not into a very random meandering conversation that honestly has is so old school podcast, in my opinion, so old school Rogan, like when you go on Rogan and you just meander and talk about anything, that's this podcast. We have a couple of uh, hard seltzers. We have a couple of uh, light beers and we talk about golf. Bryson DeChambeau, uh, Blake, uh, Brooks Kepka, um, Tiger Woods. We talk aggressively about Tiger Woods. We talk about Tiger Woods golf. We talk about Pebble Beach. We talk about uh, Spanish Hill. We, we talk about Span- uh, we put, uh, everything golf. We talk everything golf, I think. And we also talk about Blake's career. Blake has a very, very successful Instagram channel. And you have seen Blake's videos go viral a lot of times. He, is, he goes viral probably probably once a week yeah he he is the guy if you've ever seen the to god we talk we show these videos have you ever seen the the insect holding on to the antenna which all of us have seen Mm -hmm. and the insect screaming that's blake uh he's also blake vapes he well he originally started his channel as blake vapes and he was mocking dudes vaping he talks about all of this but his his instagram account is a kind of a parody account a little bit it's an extension of his comedy and but more importantly, his videos he does where he does voiceover. He does voiceover over Takashi Six Nine. He does voiceover over Nicki Minaj. He does, uh, and they're fucking her- hilarious. And I'd seen so many of them, not knowing it was him. I'd just seen them. They come across on on TikTok or Instagram, and the, and the one with the the bug holding on to the thing. I'd seen like four or five times. I laughed every time. And then Jay Larson hit me up. He's like, "Yo, you got to get Blake Weber on your show." He'd be great. He's hilarious. And he's a great golfer. And he went to Florida State. So we talk about Florida State. We talk about golf. We talk about his step into comedy. And he signs up for our Florida run. So if you'd like to see him live, come see us in Florida at those places I I just mentioned. All towards the end of last two weeks of October. Yeah, last two weeks of October, uh, we will be on tour together. I think you're going to love this podcast. And like I said, I talked about this a long time ago. Uh, When Miss Pat was on, I mentioned... When you see a person you don't know the name, hey man, this is the next guy that's going to be on a lot of pod. He's got a great podcast called The Gents. It's a fun one. It's I think it's over two hours long. I'm sure we probably smoke something throughout it. Anyway, no, we don't. We don't. We just drink cold drinks, ladies and gentlemen. My buddy, 
Colorado born, moved to Canada, grew up and spent time in, at, in Florida, graduated from Florida State, stand up comedian, Instagram. Er, <laughs> Blake Weber. This is So, did you spend time in Florida? You went to, you grew up in Colorado, but yeah. And you were down in Boca. Um, so I, I went to high school in Jupiter, uh, Jupiter High, and There's, then I, yeah, it's so funny because. Uh, I, th- I so often feel like no one who ever lived in Florida ever moves to LA. Right? Uh, ever. Like very ever. rarely. But there's like a there's a gang of Floridians that like we all moved here kind of like in the same era. Really? Yeah. Like Dave. Dave Williamson. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. do you know Dave? Yeah, I know Dave. No fucking way. Dude, this is the coolest shit ever. When he okay, so I like knew of him in Florida. Because everyone's like, dude, he's so funny. And I was like, yeah, yeah I mean, I've heard that. So I was at a show. I was doing uh, like a guest spot and he like just rolls in and he was like the, he was like the guy in Florida. Like, no. By the way, I can so envision Dave rolling in. <laughs> fucking chain right <laughs> yeah, here. That's right. <laughs> little bit of cologne. Man, by, by the way, fucking Miami Dave. What's that noise? You hear that? little beep is it the refrigerator um miami <laughs> dave was a little more cuban than the dave he is yeah like there was a hint of right? cuban to the him slick back hair yeah God yeah the, the, like he would have like an extra button down um but i just remember him like rolling in and just being he just like he got there he like talked to the booker for two minutes whoever was supposed to be next got bumped and he just like walks on he's like what's up and he was like so smooth and that was like my introduction to dave so my introduction to you was jay larson jay larson yes. hit me up he's like you gotta get blake weber on he's fucking hilarious and it's funny because he's like, he went to Florida State. He's yep. fucking hilarious. I was like, immediately, immediately. And by the way, open invite. Anyone who goes to Florida State wants to come on this podcast. It is an open invite. I'm performing there October 24th. I'm going back for the first time. Oh, I saw your, yeah, I saw I'm, you with your hoodie. I was like, all right, my dude. See, because I, when I, le- I left, I, I left as, this is going to sound melodramatic, but I left as a loser. Like I left as the party <laughs> animal. The, um, the administration hated me. I, they didn't graduate me. I walked, but I didn't graduate. I had to take correspondence classes in New York. Well, that's cool, dude. So I had I had like a little bit of a sour taste, and like yeah. people were like you want to go back to a football game, and I was like nah. Yeah, I was like I, because also as a comic, and you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. There is a feeling of telling people you're in comedy, and then they're like, oh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they're like, I've never heard of you. Yeah, I, yeah. Do you know who Jeff Foxworthy is? And, and I'm like, like yeah, uh, I, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah I know. I've heard of her? Yeah, yeah. And, and and then and it just was like, and so I was like, I'm not going back until I can like perform. Yeah. And like and like people are like, I I want not just perform, because I got offers to perform. I wanted to be able to go and people hit me up for tickets. Yeah, and be like, dude, Bert, you're coming back. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. And I so totally. And so I was. And so I got the offer, and I was like, all right, I'll go back. Nice. But yeah, but then I realized, like, as I started selling tickets, I was like, "What college kid knows who the fuck I am?" <laughs> like, there's, and that's a college town, and, and yeah, and the fucking, and and I mean, I know the adults that live there, but I can't imagine any college kid, yeah, would ever be half aware of who I am, let alone go, I'm gonna spend fifty five dollars of which you know twenty bucks was drinking money, literally. 
And you're like, I'm going to spend three nights, four nights of drinking. I'm going to spend my whole month of drinking <laughs> yeah. to go see Bert talk about his fucking daughters. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I totally, I, 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 you'll, you'll, dude, you're going to sell out. Like it's going to fucking, it's going to crush. You know yeah, that. Yeah. You know it. I don't know. It's, 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 what's interesting about this business is when I started and looking at your career, mm-hmm. your career is very different. That is that yes. you took charge of your career. Yes. You took charge of your career and drove it forward on your own willpower Mm-hmm. But you do have a hint of that very early stages of when you started, when you were like, how the fuck, like, how the fuck do I get booked? How the fuck do I do that? Dude, it, it's, it's been, it's so weird. Cause comedy there, it's like you said, there's no, there really is no like set path. And like with all like the emerging platforms and everything, uh, it's just, it's like, what do I do? Uh, how do I do it? And, and, and what I came to realize is that you just have to just do what you like and 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 eventually just be good at it master it you know so Whatever talk to me so talk i want to know your kind of your path because yeah because like i said jay larson hit me up about you he's mm-hmm. like you got to get him on the podcast and what's funny is i went i, I followed you i checked out some of your videos and then i was yeah. like wait this is the guy that goes viral all the time mm-hmm. like you're on you go viral how many times have you have you have you seen your videos reposted by other people oh, so many times like it just, it, it happens like multiple times a week. And, uh, you know, some of them, you know, obviously go off more than others. And then I can't even imagine how many times, you know, some of these videos get posted that I don't, I'm not even aware of because yeah. they, they'll go on a page and then like a month later, someone will tag me and be like, what, why didn't you credit Blake Weber? And, and I'll be like, and it'll see it and it'll have, you know, like, Two million views, and I'm like, wow, that would have been cool if they would have tagged it. The one, the one that I saw on your page today is the fucking the stick man holding on to the. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that everywhere. Really, I saw that everywhere. Wow, I, think, I want to say Snoop Dogg reposted it. Like I, I saw it fucking everywhere, and I and have you seen it, Austin? Oh, it's fucking great, and it's on your page. <laughs> yeah, I go, that's, and then I, and then what's hilarious is I hear it and on your page, and I go, oh yeah, that's definitely him. You seen this one? Click the click that one, Halston. No, blow it. Uh, right below it. Yeah. Paulson, how are you not signed into all my shit on this fucking computer? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Wow. But well, we're going to have to, we're going to have to sign into someone's Instagram because your Instagram videos are hilarious. And then I, I saw that one today and I went, I was literally was like, I've seen this everywhere. And then my favorite ones are, uh, are Takashi six, nine. Oh, the six, nine ones. Yeah, I'm, it's so funny. He, I'm, I'm actually working on one right now uh, that he did because he was just on a podcast where he was like getting called out. Yeah, uh, by the way, I just watched that podcast. Did you? Do, yeah, yeah, I watched it the, yesterday. The, how, how you know it's Hoover? Yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah, I literally just watched it yesterday, and I was like, "This is, this is, I'm here for this. Like, yeah. I, this is the shit that I want to, I want to, like, I'm very far removed from that world, but it's fascinating and I'm interested in it. And it blows my mind that this is like, this is, this is, I mean, there, this is like some life and death shit, dude. Yeah. It's, it will, it's that interview is interesting because mm-hmm. I'm not really certain what he's arguing about. He's saying that he is here. Play the stick, man. Can you play it? This one's so good. Cause I saw it and I was like, I saw it on TikTok. I saw it on TikTok. Yep. yep. I saw it on TikTok. I did. I, I go to TikTok. I'm, I'm, I'm slowly 
But what I love, oh, God damn it, man. I'm the worst interviewer. Cheers. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for both of us getting out of Florida, making it here, and celebrating Florida. Let's gar. And you're really from Colorado, which is my favorite state in the fucking. Really? Trying desperately to get my daughter to go to Boulder. That'd be fucking fun place to go for parents weekend. I'm taking, I'm doing, uh, I'm doing um, Red Rocks uh, October 8th. Oh. And yeah, I'm doing Red Rocks October 8th. And so I'm flying the girls out Friday and we're going to hit. But I'm really, we're really just hitting Boulder. I don't give a fuck about any other. Boulder is so fucking cool. It is, and I can't get her to wrap her head because I'm bringing it up. She's like, nah, I'm she's good. like, shut up, Dad. Yeah, she's like, if Dad likes it, it's, it's not good. It's lame. And and she also has, I think, she, the type of person I am. Yeah, she knows the type of person I was, I am. She's like, well, if Dad's into it, that means there's fucking parties and there's it's fucking it's gonna be cool dudes, <laughs> hot chicks, and my daughter's just a little more, a little more. Uh, academic i guess man i don't know what okay. the fuck she is but but i love where'd you go up in colorado denver um no a little further south uh highlands ranch okay um which is kind of like by castle rock area which is the midpoint of colorado springs and denver really what yeah. elevation uh i would say it's about uh, f- uh 5500 feet so a little, little bit mile i can't fuck with elevation you know right Oh my God. I cannot fuck with elevation. Okay. So I hadn't been back for like a long time. And over the course of the past uh, few months, uh, I started a golf podcast and we get invited to these events out there uh, put on by our friend uh, at uh, Colorado Golf Blog. And the course that we play is at 7,700 feet. It's way the fuck up there. It's a monument. Uh, it's called King's Deer. And no, like, I'm in decent enough shape. Like I can go on the elliptical, you know, for like an hour and a half nonstop drenched in sweat. Totally fine. I'm fucking walking up hills at this golf course, just like out of breath, just like Jesus Christ. Like I, I, I never noticed that as a kid, you like don't even pay attention to yeah. it. And now you go there and it hits you and you're just like, what the fuck? But that shit messes you up, dude. Dude, I can, to the point where when we're on tour, when I'm in my bus, I'm on my, <laughs> I'm on, I have an altimeter app. And I am looking at altimeters and checking our, our, our elevation going, motherfucker, just go downhill. Like, cause, cause we, you know, we party pretty hard. Yeah. And so you, and, and that is the recipe for disaster is partying hard Yeah. and fucking, we were, what were we coming through? Uh, we were coming through whatever the pass is in between Vale and, and, uh, uh the Eisenhower pass. And, and you just start, you start creeping up altitude. Yep. And I'm just like, we're, everyone, everyone gets up and everyone's like, is that, you feel fucking like shit? And we're like, yeah. I'm like, does anyone feel dehydrated? And we're like, everyone. <laughs> Someone give me a liter of water now. That yeah. is, uh, so what, why did you move from, I have so, I'm, I'm so bad at interviewing people, but why did you move from Colorado? What got you from out of Colorado? Um, so, so initially I moved up to, uh, we, we moved to Canada for a couple of years. I was yep. playing, uh, like, like, you know, lower league, uh, competitive hockey. Like I was like a, uh, uh, I think I was a bantam at that time. So age like 12 ish. Um, so we were playing hockey. My dad had a, uh, an opportunity up there. And then after two years, uh, uh, his visa ran out. And so we're like, Oh, we can't live in Canada anymore. Uh, and I, at that point I don't, I, w- I wasn't old enough to like, uh, to get, uh, brought into like a junior a or junior B team. So we just came back to Colorado um, where I, where I, I was continuing to play hockey, but I got injured and, uh, had to quit at that point. Um, Wait, what was your injury? Uh, I had a, uh, uh, a birth defect in my retina where if I get hit hard enough, 
it'll get detached. And at that time, you know, the surgery wasn't as good as it is now. And so they can't like guarantee full vision. So I, I, my, my, my track at that point, like I was on path to go, you know, play junior hockey, go to college and then hopefully get drafted. Like that was my path really? at the time was, uh, was yeah, hockey. you got hockey legs. I got them hockey thighs, dude. You do. You have like, like, uh, my, my buddy Jimmy Tatro has hockey legs. Oh, Jimmy. You know Jimmy? I know Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Tatro has hockey legs. Like, he's got like a, he's a thick dude. Yeah. For like, he's like, I go, what do you weigh? He's like 240 or something. You're like, what? Yeah. And, uh, and Pat McAfee's got fucking explosive. Okay. Thick legs means ex- explosivity. That's, That's right. That's what it means. You got them, them fast twitch muscles, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I moved, uh, we moved back to Colorado, quit hockey. I started to really get into golf at that time. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing, I played golf in middle school, high school, tried to walk on at Florida State, uh, didn't have a chance. Brooke, Brooks Kepco was there at my time. So like, it was like, I was going to play against Brooks. No. <laughs> what, were you, what were you, what were you scoring in, around the time when you tried to walk on? Um, you know, I was, uh, at that point I had been smoking weed, so I was way le- less good than I was. Um, when I first, when I moved to Florida, that's when I was like a three or four handicap. Like I was wow. good. I yeah. was good. I was shooting like 75. You know, I could go under par, but um, I just, I didn't have like the the work ethic and it was because of, uh, you it's, know. It's hard to go to Tallahassee and then focus on a sport. Exactly. I can't imagine. Yeah. I won the Katie, uh, Katie golf tournament. Okay. Uh, oh, like the Kappa Delta Kappa golf. Delta golf tournament. <laughs> Um, and I had a beer from that golf tournament in my golf bag for like twelve years. <laughs> these, years. Were, these were the these were the days. <laughs> yeah, it was it was just a tall boy Miller. We got fucking wasted, and I played the best round of golf of my life at, at whatever the the public course was. Out yeah, I know Seminole. Yeah, and I played the best round of golf, won closest to the pin. Okay, and won the round and won the turn won the tournament well uh what'd you win did they have like, a uh, i don't prize? know not well the thing is not you'd think more there were better gonna be better golfers out there yeah I, I probably shot i probably shot uh 10 over i'm okay. guessing i mean not it, it was i remember thinking i remember thinking i grew up because that course in the 90s was very forgiving yeah so like there was a lot of open yeah and so yeah for a kid who grew up in tampa playing no course was forgiving yeah you got the damn fucking jungle over here you got the ocean over here yeah and so i and and that has been that's been my like the key to my golf success in playing (laughs) as an adult is you go out and play with people who don't know the sport yeah and then they they play in a course where it's like like we just played in serbia and i drove (laughs) I drove five greens. Whoa. I drove five greens. Dude, do you smash it or what? With, you ready for this? Let's hear it. With used clubs that we rented from the course. Oh, and I, I can't drove, imagine it's like last year's used clubs. And we were playing with my executive and he was like, no, they were like, they, they, yeah. like the course was atrocious. <laughs> I love it, dude. But I remember getting up there and looking at this and going, I think I got this. And my exec we were playing with, was like, well, this isn't fucking fun. <laughs> and he was like, I'm, we're all fucking hitting five shots and you're already up there. Yeah. And so I can hit it. I can hit it very far. Nice. And uh, I've got good club speed. Um, and I, but, it, but in growing up as a kid, it was, you, you had such narrow driveways, far fairways that you go and play with adults. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're playing this wide open course. And I was like, um, oh, you guys are going to think I'm really good. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, but it really, it really, in essence, I'm, 
I'm probably I've probably always been like be able to play bogey golf. Yeah. Which is which is by the way, yeah, is good golf. That's dude, that's good enough. And it's and it is it looks bogey golf looks like scratch golf to an average yeah. golf, to the average golf person. Yeah. They think you're amazing. Yeah, you're you're just like you're on the green, maybe just past regulation, two putt, and there you are making a bogey. Yeah. And and uh and but when you see people that can play like scratch golf, you're like, you're ah, like, you're this like, guy whoa. fucking balls. And dude, what it is. 100% it's putting. These motherfuckers. It's 100% putting. These you just you're on the green with them and they've got like a 30 foot putt for birdie and you're just like, okay, no way. And then they're draining it and you're just like, oh, cuz cuz me on a 30 putt, 30 foot putt, I'm like, there's I mean, maybe I'll make this, but there's there's no chance, really. Yeah. It's oh, like a oh, 1% I, maybe. And then when you, when you do get that one though, I mean, that's that, that's that good shit. I had a round of golf with my dad um I've had I, I always play with my dad, and my first day back, I'm I'm I play amazing. Okay. We played up at Spyglass. Oh, dude, that's one of my dreams. We played at Spyglass. Was it Spy, it was Spyglass? Spyglass. It, or was Hill, it either Spanish. Uh, uh, I think it's Spyglass. Yeah, it's definitely Spyglass. The part yeah. of the part of the whole Pebble Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. We played Pebble Beach and Spyglass. <sighs> yeah, don't do it. It's not no, worth, it's not worth it. Why? It's a lot of money. Well, but still, it's a lot of money. I used to play it on Tiger Woods, dude. I'm trying to fucking. Go I up played there. on Tiger Woods. It's, Did you really? It's very different. Is it? It is very fucking. <laughs> you can't different. shoot a 59 there. Uh, well, you, well, I knew, I knew, I knew where your layup spots were. I yeah. knew where everything was, right? Yeah. So, so the, so wait, can you pull up Pebble Beach? I'll tell you about Spyglass. I'll pull up Pebble Beach. I'm gonna okay. walk you through the fucking. I'm gonna walk you through the course. Okay? No, you're not. I swear to God, because go. I'll tell you exactly how I played. <laughs> so we go to play Spyglass the day before, and we're playing with this Canadian couple, and I am fucking crushing it. Okay. I. uh Shoot an eagle on a par five. Uh, I'm playing phenomenal, right? Holy shit! I, by the way, I've eagled. I have eagled probably three times in the last ten times I played golf. Whoa. Like I have been. I, well, what the I got. Fuck? I got good. I got really great clubs. I've got f clubs fitted for me. I've okay. gotten fitted by TaylorMade and mm -hmm. by PG, PXG. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. And, those are like those are like the brands, dude. Yeah, and so I've got gotten fittings. And when they once you get fitted, all of a sudden your game gets exponentially better. Game changer, dude. The PXGs are the fucking game changers. Yeah, you like those? I like them a lot. Uh, I, I like them a lot. I, I I play. I drive way better with my PXG driver. Whoa. My TaylorMade, I I I I play pretty well with, but the I met the owner of PXG. Yeah. I, I, I met him. Uh, do you know the owner of PXG's name? Is is a really like in interesting guy, Pete or something, Pat. He uh, owned uh, he owned like GoDaddy. Oh or, shit! Yeah, yeah. He's a really fascinating guy. He's he's really into um, ecstasy development, like 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 MDMA. Yeah, <laughs> to get rid of PTSD, I, dude. It's a thing like that. They they the trials have shown that people improve by like thirty three percent when they're doing like a. Uh, uh, Doctor prescribed MDMA. So that's PSG's a golf club. Yeah, for those that aren't golf nerds. It's, you're not. It's not <laughs> you're PXG. He's in an oil company in Qatar. <laughs> Bob, Bob Parsons. Parsons. Bob Parsons. I knew it was a P. In Bob there. Parsons is a really fascinating guy. Very interesting guy. Mm -hmm. uh, like a a pretty big badass. Like a fucking badass. Like uh, okay, military guy. Yeah, he owned GoDaddy. So. So I'm gonna need a little different of a map, possibly. You go hole by hole on. Uh, yeah, look up a course map. Yeah, look up Beginner's Guide Pebble Beach yeah. course map. Um, so we play the first hole. Yeah, and 
we made a big mistake. Uh-oh. We made a really big mistake, and that is we did not get a caddy. Oh, what, uh, what, my, my what was dad, your what was your dad, thought process? My dad didn't want one. He okay. just goes, "No, we don't need one, buddy." Uh, and I was like, "I was like, oh, I think we could use one." And then what happened is our caddy, uh, the, the caddy for the other people, mm-hmm. got a little pissy with us. Like he had attitude that he was like, "Well, I guess I'm, I'm not your caddy, so you won't hear anything I say." So I'm going to be like on the DL with them. It was like such a weird, it really made everything That's uncomfortable. Weird. Yeah. And I was like, I wish we got a caddy just so I didn't have to deal with this fucking <laughs> fuckhead. Cause, <laughs> because he would, he would be, he was like absolutely horrible to be around because he would just be shitty. Like if I go whole, I want to say three or four is a, is a drivable par four. Okay. Uh, especially from where we were playing that day. Yeah. And I was like, I think I got this. It's like, you don't got it. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I definitely can't play around you, dude. And so, okay, so, so it's one, it's two, one, two, three, three whole four, four. I see it. Whole four is a drivable par four. Yeah. And then whole five is par three. Is it's a par three, and it's and uh and it's one of those ones where it's like a par three one thirty. Yeah. And I go, I'm I think I'm gonna hit pitching wedge. He's like, you can't get there with pitching wedge. And I was like, well, hold on, don't. I don't know what you hit your pitching wedge at. Yeah. But I'm not going to hit a nine iron, go 155, be over it. I'd rather hit a pitching wedge. And so it was like, it was like I had all of a sudden this guy doubting everything I did. He's giving you and bad I, vibes. And, and we had played Tiger Woods golf so much. I'm like, I actually don't need a caddy. Yeah. I didn't even remember that this was Tiger Woods golf into hole four. Hole four, <laughs> I was like, this is Tiger Woods. I played this a lot. Like, I, know I know where this. to, yeah, I know where, the, I know how this green rolls. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so, I know how this green breaks. So I'll tell you what. So everything plays, everything tracks until you get to hole six. Yeah. That cunt fuck of a hole. Okay. That's the, you know what hole six is, right? It, it, par five, right? Hole, type in hole six, uh, 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 Pebble Beach. Pebble Beach. Is that the one that goes over like the... It's the one that has a fairway yep. and then it has a mountain yep. and then another fairway and a green. It's so long, isn't it? It is so long. and But I know... I know exactly where you want to land. You want to land. You want to land over by the ocean to the right. Okay. And then you want to shoot up over those sand traps onto the green. I know this hole. I played this <laughs> hole so many times. And so I say, and so I realize okay. that at hole four, I realize this Tiger Woods golf. And I get to hole six and I go, oh, I know this hole. Yeah. And what happened is, I also want to point out how much this cost. It yeah. Cost six grand to play there. Six grand? Six grand to play there. By the Whoa. way, I'm certain I'll never be allowed to play there again because I'm telling everyone how expensive this is. Yeah. Six grand to play there. Holy shit. So I go, uh, I'm like, I fly my dad up. We play Spyglass the day before Mm -hmm. and we have a great time. My dad throws his back out and my dad eats edibles to loosen up his back. And we get to fucking hole six. My dad starts having wicked panic attacks. Oh, Because the cliffs are right there. He started having them on hole four and by hole six, they've mounted to a place where he's can't control it. And he doesn't need, he doesn't want me by the edge, get it, trying to get my ball. He's like, stop. Get, no, Bert. He's like, I can't have you there. I can't like, you're freaking me out. Just move your ball in. And I'm like, dad, this is how I play this hole. Now what's crazy is I, I hit up to where I'm supposed to play on Tiger Woods over to the right. Mm-hmm. I know, I know the shot going to the sand traps, but I don't have the overview that you got on Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, you so you don't know first off the elevation, furthermore how narrow the green is, yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yep. And I'm like, this is totally different than Tiger Woods golf. <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> I'll tell you I'll tell you my gangster asshole. Which one? It's on the back nine. Uh let me see. It's right before you start getting to the water. So okay. so if you are at 
10, uh, 11, it's, I think it's 12. I want to say it's 13. So 17. It's 16. I want to say it's 16. 16? 16, because 17 is a part three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And 16. And, uh, and I drove the fucking green and he was like, he was like, dude, you're, you're hitting all wrong. You want to hit three iron lay up right there? Because now he's talking to me and I'm like, and I'm like, no, I know where I'm going. <laughs> I know what I want to do. And I know I'm like, I'm and I'm like waiting and what, what's, and by the way, this is like, I'm, I definitely don't have a golf podcast, but what's very <laughs> frustrating, what's very frustrating to anyone as anyone who plays golf would understand is someone who says I'm going to drive the green and now we have to wait for that fucking group in front of us yep. to get off the green so mm -hmm. you can drive the green. Yes. And then 90% of the time, the person that's like, I'm going to drive the green, they fucking top the ball, they hit it over, they miss uh, by a lot. And so I fucking crush it over the goddamn trees and boom. And I'm like, and I'm just like, this is it. And then we get drinks uh, in between uh, whatever, 16 and 17. 17 is a par three yep. going into the into the wind. Straight down into the water, right? Yeah. aggressively and then 18 was a goddamn dream Ugh. i crushed 18 so fucking did you birdie hard it? did you birdie 18? i ripped 18 because now i'm buzzed yeah i'm almost done my dad's playing again. my dad quit halfway through the course okay because he was having panic attacks from weed yeah and i'm like i'm like you know the one splurge i, I spaced six grand so we can play fucking pebble beach and you not me <laughs> you get too high and we can't get through this fucking round like dad what the fuck yeah, I, there's all the, where would you where are some places you'd like to play golf? I mean, Pebble Beach is definitely up there. Uh, Riviera, you know, locally, I'd love to play there. Um, uh, I really want to play uh, uh, Bandon Dunes up in Oregon. Yeah, that looks like uh, like a magical course. Uh, and then, I mean, naturally, like St. Andrews. St. Andrews. Go over to Saint Scotland, Andrews. dude. Fucking hit on. I mean, that, I I looked it up. That course is like that course is from like the 1700s. By the way, I've played that course probably a thousand times on tiger woods golf oh yeah right i've played that course and i know how to play that <laughs> yeah course. right I know. by the way that's the thing is like is that's the that's what we need yes okay here's where we get an integration let's go let's get paired with tiger woods is they still making tiger woods golf no they, they switched over to rory mcelroy for a few years hmm. uh and then now it's uh pga pga 2k like nba 2k and what do you and what do you have to play you have a have to have like an xbox to yep. play it yep I might actually get an Xbox just to play that. I mean, dude. I might I might just get an Xbox to play that. And then here, here's my pitch, okay? Let's go. And this pitch is to you, Xbox. And Xbox? We would like to play your game, and then we would like you to fly us out to these courses. Mm -hmm. We're going to play this game aggressively and get so good. Yep. And then we're going to see if we can play the same game that we played on the Xbox then at the courses. Let's go, dude. We're yep. going to shoot 49 with our characters on 18 holes. We're going to yeah. go we're going to like 24 under par and then we're going to reference that with our actual game playing from the tips. Yes. Yeah, you will know, play from the tips Have and then to. and then what we'll do is they'll be like, "All right, Bert, on on PGA 2K." Yep. You went driver over the trees. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that was aggressive. <laughs> That's so funny. Like you drove this par five uh, and made a two. You made an albatross. Uh, let's see what you do here. Bert, you're, you seem very familiar with this course. You played the golf cart path down the right side. So are you going to continue to play the golf cart path? I think I will. I think I will. You went off the apartment buildings on the left. I was obsessed with Tiger Woods golf. Me too. Me and my dad used to play. That was like our thing. Like when, when I was a kid on PS2, we would play. We would, oh, yeah. I played on PS2. Literally. I played on PSP. Yeah. 
the PlayStation oh, the Portable. Little, the little guy, yeah, you yeah. You put me, and by the way, can I tell you what's so fucking funny? Hmm. Is I got my PSP and I was with Patrice O'Neill and he said, um, he was like, what the fuck? You playing golf on here? And I, <laughs> and I said, yeah. And I made my character look like him and I showed it to him and I was like, yeah, they just give you a character. And he goes, wait. They, that's one of the characters and i was like yeah they give you like this fat ugly black guy and he goes hold on and i go i just made it to look like you oh and he, except God. i gave him a fro oh, okay but did he die no he passed away sadly no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> r.i.p uh no did he like, did he die of like no he no patrice, patrice i don't think patrice found it funny <laughs> but man tiger was golf was so good and i've been looking for a golf game on my phone yeah. I can't find anything good on my phone. No, there's one that's like putt putt, uh, but it's not like that good. It's called like Golf Challenge or something. Uh, I tried it for a while and then I was like, eh. So, wait, who's your group of golfers? Because there's a couple guys I follow on Instagram that are yeah. golfers. There's one yeah. guy. Um, let's see. Uh, so, so Jay, obviously, um, the day that are we. Are these were, all guys that you follow on Instagram? Um, yeah, yeah. These are, well, these are the guys that I do my golf podcast with. Okay. Hold um, on. Let me mostly. go and see if I follow any of these guys. You, so you'll know you're following sure. them. Um, so Jay, uh, Jake Adams, Jake Adams. Yeah. Jake Adams has got a beautiful swing. He's a really good golfer. Jake he, Adams is a really interesting guy to follow. I, you know, yep. it's so funny. How did I fucking, Oh, Jake Adams. Jake Adams does the commentary. Yes. He does a people's. swing commentary. There's a commentary he has on 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 a little kid trying to swing that falls down oh, no. that I sent to so many people. It made me laugh so fucking <laughs> They're hard. so mean, but they're so funny and they're like so like on point. Yeah, Jake Adams, a, I, 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 he tried to hit a golf ball in every state. Yep. Did he do it? Yeah, he did it, dude. But, but I, here's my question. Did he go state to state to state to state to state or did he just... Film it over the last 10 years <laughs> and then post it daily. <laughs> no, dude, he went state to state because we we were going to try to surprise him uh, in in one of the states. Uh, we we're going to we we're going to meet him up in Oregon and surprise him. And we we got there or sorry, I, I missed my flight, so I didn't get there. Uh, but uh, our group got there a day early and he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm in Idaho. There's no way I'm going to make it. And then it was so funny. He comes the next day. They stayed. They barely got to hit one shot with each other before they had to hop back on the plane. But uh, it was he did it, dude. He you fucking, follow Bryson DeChambeau? I follow I follow uh, Beefcakes. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I like him. Yeah. Like. yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, what? There's just something about his attitude that that bothers me in terms of like he's just like I'm I'm like the I hit the longest on tour and I'm the coolest. But that's what I like about him. That's what you like about <laughs> see? Uh, it just my thing is okay, here's my thing is that it seems like he's trying so hard. He's like, look how cool I am. I hit the ball so far. I'm cool. So 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 just to be fair, and I, and I get I get a lot of the current golfers mixed up. Okay. Like so so I did a podcast with uh with um with uh the is his ESPN caddy. You know who he is? Um sounds uh god damn it. I probably know the content. I'm terrible at names. Uh I'm like half oh, I'm bad at faces. follows me. Oh, he follows you. Ricky Fowler. Uh, I like Ricky. I like Ricky. ESPN caddy, uh, Michael Collins. Okay. Oh, yeah. Michael Collins. Yep. So um, I did a podcast with him and we talked about who I'd like to party with. Okay. Who'd be there? He's like, Bryson would be perfect. I Does he? I don't know. I, I, think, I mean. I, well, I get. Okay. So Bryson, didn't he get into a fight with someone? With Brooks. With Brooks. Brooks Kepka. Yeah. yeah. So Brooks Kepka is a guy I like also. Me too. I like I Brooks. I like Brooks Kepka. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, one of them I watch, and so I, I, I think I get them those two confused. Yes, when I when Did, I watch their videos. Yeah, and so, uh, but I, I, I get a kick out of both of them, and I, and, and I love, I love watching golf. Yes, that's what a lot of people don't understand how you can love watching golf, dude. Because here's the here's the thing that's fascinating. I'm gonna answer this to my. Well, you ready? Well, my dad's calling, and I, this is. This is exactly. Uh, go ahead, answer it, and then I'll call my dad back. Because no, 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 no I, I want to talk to your dad. My dad and I, for uh, now t- twenty, probably twenty-two years, twenty-four years. Mm-hmm. My dad and I will watch golf together on the phone. <laughs> That's adorable. And it's and it, my, I remember uh, Riders Cup, Tiger's first Rider Riders Cup. Okay, I'm in New York. I just start stand up. Um, there's a a day. Uh, one of my favorite memories with my dad. There's a day, an outdoor day thing. It's my dad right here. Hey. Hey. Yeah, you know, podcast. podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a podcast, and uh, we're talking about watching golf on TV. Good idea. No, not. <laughs> and I was, I was trying to explain how me and you, for the past probably 24 years, have watched golf on TV, and when on like big matches, like you know. And I was saying the first one we did was, I think, Tiger's first Ryder Cup. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember you always had, I always had delay on my broadcast. So you that has been the beautiful part. So you're- one of us get a delay. And so we watch it. And then I go, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's in. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's still lining it up. And I go, he's sinking it. <laughs> he's <dad."> making it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you didn't tell me at first you would have I bet he makes this putt yeah at first I was like oh. wait I got a delay and I was like 100 bucks says he makes it no, he's like you, you, no way and then he that's makes too, it that's, a, that's a 20 I mean we've watched some of the greatest golf matches together that's so on the funny. phone because he'll call me he's like are you watching this Yeah. and so I and we were talking about just love and watching golf I was talking about my eagle on spyglass at mm-hmm. spyglass dad I remember that. And you're well, pan- and it, tell him about And it. I was telling him about yep. your panic attack panic at Pebble attacks. Beach. Oh, well, thanks, bud. Does anyone listen to your podcast? Yeah, people listen, Dad. People listen. <laughs> hey, text Andrew. Text Andrew. Um, Because I think we're going to go up to Kale's house to have a cigar and a drink. Mm-hmm. Okay. We text, just text Andrew, would you? And then I'll call you when I get done. Okay, yeah. Uh... I'll turn on the podcast. What channel is it on? It's not, it's not <laughs> ESPN. It's on channel four, Dad. <laughs> okay, thanks, bud. All right, bye. love you. Bye, bye, Dad. Um, but yeah, so we're it's, it's Tiger's first Riders Cup, mm-hmm. and my dad, <coughs> my dad, um, calls me. This is back when you had the brick Nokia, of course. And he goes, um, he's like, "Hey, are you watching this?" And I go, "No, I'm at I'm at an open air market in, on the Upper West Side." And he goes, "Go, oh, nobody, go find a bar. Get find a bar and call me back." <laughs> So I go find a bar and, and it's a um like a, an Irish pub. Okay. And everyone's watching Ryder Cup. Oh, nice. And, okay. And I go in and I grab a beer middle of the fucking day on a Sunday. And I grab a beer and I sit at a at a at a high top with my phone on and my beer. And I'm watching beer, talking to my dad, watching golf. And it was like one of the coolest moments you get to have. Like it was just so fucking fun. And yep. and it's been our connection. One of our connections is and Tiger was our guy. Of course. Tiger, I mean, he's, he's everyone's guy at the in his peak. But Tiger, you know, it, what's interesting is my dad, my dad's been a, a weird, he doesn't track as what you would think would be a 70-year-old white man who lives in Florida, right? Okay. So when Deion Sanders came out and was on the cover, I initially thought my dad's, 
Because my dad doesn't like showboat shit. Of course. From me. From me. Yeah. Like the idea that I perform shirtless makes my dad's skin crawl. He's just like, come on, man. He's like, why wouldn't you wear a suit? Like Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> wears a suit. Be a professional. Yeah. And so when the, I remember when Primetime's cover came out and he had the, it said Primetime, he had the gold chains mm-hmm. and the Jerry curls. I remember seeing it and thinking, <laughs> sorry, I was smoking cigars in here this morning. Yeah, um, I, I was thinking I'd say something and go, uh, can, can you believe that? Just play the game, right? Yeah. It's because I was young, and I thought that's what my dad wanted to hear. Oh, no. And I was like, uh, and the, it was on the thing, and I was like, hey, did you see this? And he was like, yeah. And I go, ah, I can't stand that stuff, right, dad? Just play the game. And he goes, no, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> He's like, you have no idea what this stands for. This is a, this is, this is is him standing up for himself as a young black man who's making money, and this is how he wants to live his life, and fuck the establishment. Fuck all the people I that are telling. And And all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, Jesus Christ, that's what I was going to say, but I didn't say it. <laughs> when did my dad get cool? <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah, and then and then when Tiger came out, I was like, I was like, okay, how's my, because my dad liked golf, and I was like, yeah. and Tiger was a little bit like, everyone kind of was like, who's this fucking young buck, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remember everything, he played his first tournament in Scottsdale or something. Yeah, that was just, uh, the waste management. Yeah, and yeah. I remember watching it with my dad, and I was like, what? I very wisely I said so what do we think about this guy and he goes uh buddy he's gonna be our favorite golfer for the next 20 years wow and dad was, called it and I was like boom and man I'm a ride or die with Tiger me I'm- too he was my hero as a child like straight up like he would him uh you know uh Steve Eiserman of the Detroit Red Wings like those were like my sports hero icons uh, so, you know, ride or die with Tiger, you know, obviously, hopefully we get to see him compete again, whether or not he does well, doesn't matter if he gets back out there, it's going to be like magic ride or die with John Daly. Oh, coolest fucking guy. Ride or die with John Daly. Did you coolest see him? I just guy. saw him on TikTok or Instagram the other day, uh, chug a Coors Light in front of this kid who tried to chug one with him <laughs> and he goes fucking fucking amateurs. <laughs> That's so he, dude, he is like the cool, like apparently he's the coolest fucking guy and he's just got like the most swag and he just does dope shit dude like there was that video that went viral like a month or so ago of him at someone's uh club championship barefoot just walks out just knocks in a hole in one oh. in front of everybody just like no big deal uh, 1997 tpc over in uh in saint augustine okay yeah, yeah yeah uh we go we went every year through in college over there to watch the the thing everyone sits at the 17th hole yep you bet. It was one, it's one of the coolest fucking things you can do as a Florida kid. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, the next day, oddly enough, so the next day, uh, I get home, and it was a Monday, and mm-hmm. I and my Rolling Stone magazine article came out saying I was the number one party animal in the country. And then the next day, I knew the magazine was coming out, but we were at the tournament, and uh, we went partying one night, <clears throat> and we go to a bar, and we see John Daly. Ugh. And I want to and see John Daly. We're fucking. I'm. I'm in love with the guy. My dad. My dad and I went and watched him play in, uh, in like uh, just outside of Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the name of the course. Uh, oh fuck. And but we watched him play. And 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 my dad would just say, "Buddy, was, what's great about this guy is yeah, he hits the ball long, but his short game's fucking amazing. He's got the softest hands. That's that's yeah. And so I see him, and, I, and we're all sitting. Me and my buddies are all at the bar. We're like, shut the fuck up. That's John Daly. Yeah, it's John Daly. And we walk over, we kind of pony up. We're like, what's up, John Daly? He's like, what's up? And we're like, hey, there's a beer, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he chugged a beer with us, and he was cool as fuck. I think we took pictures on a camera. I wish we had cell phones back then. Yeah, right. No, no recollection of where that picture could be. Yeah. But I remember, I mean, that literally set precedent 
for who I am as a, a entertainer to this date wow. was the fact that he was accessible, that you yeah. could touch him and, and he was cool. He Yeah. And then, and then I, I remember thinking, and this is like my moron frat boy math was, mm-hmm. you know, the next day I, I got written up in Rolling Stone and it's like huge. My life changes. And I go to Yanni's that night. And, oh yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> I know Yanni's. <laughs> and, uh, and there's a bunch of like football players at the thing, mm-hmm. a bunch of linemen. And they're like, Hey, you're the party animal, huh? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, come do a drink, come and do a shot with us. I was like, all right. And I walked over and they're like, fuck. You really gonna do a shot with us? And I was like, I'll do shot for shot with you guys. Let's go. Let's go. And they're fuck. like, they're like, oh, okay. And so we all drank a bunch of shots and we were fucking around. They're like, so what the fuck are you gonna do? And I was like, I don't know. Like, yeah, Figure it out. But and I remember thinking, all right. And to this day, to this day, I do a, a show. I'll do a you know, fucking 3,500 seat theater. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell everyone, we'll do two shows a night. And I'll tell everyone, meet me at the bar around the corner. I'll be over there if you want to do have a shot, have a drink, take a picture. Like, and I think. John Daly defined so much of how I saw, how I believed a celebrity would should be. That's that's so well, and, and it's funny too because I can attest to the fact that that's that's how you are because uh, it was maybe like 2010 or 11. Uh, you were doing a show at the Miami Improv, and I was just down there and I was watching the show. And after the show, I uh, bought two shots for us and you were shirtless or whatever and we both did a shot and you were so cool this was literally back in like 2011 old the the grove miami improv i loved that improv oh, it was so the, it was like such a party in there and you and i remember your show specifically there's I, like I, I would go down there a bunch and there's you know there's so many like shows that you see that are like unmemorable or whatever but your show i just remember it was like such like a party atmosphere. Yeah, it was, it was, and I was like, wow, this is, I didn't know that this is something, this is something that stand up could be, you know? Oh, that's a great compliment. I wish mm-hmm. you told me that then. I would have been like, oh, I should do more of this. Well, thing. I wasn't, I didn't know anything. <laughs> so you started, so you started in, you started doing stand up in South Florida? Uh, I started technically in Tallahassee. No, where? Yeah. Uh, well, my first open mic was at Potbelly's. Me too. At Potbelly's? At Potbelly's. At Potbelly's. So at Potbelly's, yeah. Wow, that's fucking, that's so, yeah. Potbelly's had like a random open mic on like Thursdays or something. And the reason why I started was, okay, so I did my high school talent show. I did like a stand-up routine. It was terrible, but it it murdered. I ended up not winning some like exotic, like some dance, exotic dancer. Some uh, like <laughs> some exotic dancer that was guys, 16. I'll see you guys in April. <laughs> I'll be over at Cheetahs. Check me at Cheetahs when I'm 18. What a fucking brilliant marketing plan, though. Right? If you're like, oh, man, I'm going to do a little strip tease. And just so you know, when we graduate. <laughs> You can see this for twenty bucks around the corner. <laughs> so gross. Uh, yeah. So, th- so this uh, the interpretive dancer. There you go. That's what I was saying. She ended up winning uh, because I swore uh, I said ass twice in my set. Um, but it crushed. And parents were coming up to me. I was like, "You should do stand up." Do you remember any jokes out of there? No, I did a bunch of impressions. Like uh, I, 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 re- I always wanted to be able to do impressions. Yeah, I did. Like Regis Philbin was like one of them. Is like, "Hello, everybody. I'm Regis Philbin. Gelba, get him a sweater. Get this guy a sweater." And like that was like the big one in South Florida. Of course, everyone loved yeah. it. Um, but uh, so I did. I did like a my high school talent show, and then I in Tallahassee, I would tell people like, "Yeah, I'm a comedian," you know, because you know, it's like it's like a flex, and like yeah. it got girls and whatnot. And so uh, one of the chairs for a sorority was like, hey, you're a comedian, right? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. She's like, well, do you want to do our fundraiser? 
And I was like, of course, yeah, I'm happy to. And at that point I was like, oh fuck, I got to like actually go like comed. And uh, so I, I heard about this open mic at Potbelly's and I started going because I had like a month or so to prepare. So I did like, you know, six or seven open mics in that period of time. Uh, Potbelly's, there was uh, also one, um, let's That's see. Me. That's me at Potbelly's. <laughs> That's, That's me at Potbelly's. Oh my, my God, look at you. Nice. Uh, I love the uh, goatee, dude. Yeah, I was a hardcore goatee, a little bit of a Caesar. Wow. Oh, yeah. That Is was... that a sunglass tan line I see? It looks to be one, yes. Looks, that's nice, dude. Brought a beer with me on stage. I remember, I, I've said this a million times, but I, I grabbed a beer to have it before I went on stage. And, yeah. the, and this guy, Christian Harloff, was like, don't do it. Don't do it? And I said, what? And he goes, don't do it. It'll be a bad habit. And he's taking it up with you and have it on stage with you, but don't start drinking before you got to get on stage. He goes, it'll turn into something you have to do every time. And I didn't do it. Okay. And I brought a beer on stage with me and I didn't touch it. I talked the whole time. I just added my it. hand. Yeah. It's a little, little like, in case this goes bad, I can murder this. Yeah. And uh, I did 30 minutes. What, you did 30 minutes at your first open mic? Yeah. That must have been, it was either probably hilarious or like the worst thing. Oh, it was, I murdered. You I, Exactly. And, and I murdered and it was so close to my voice today. Wow. It was so close to like this free stream of conscious. Um, like to, like today when I do a spot at like the improv. Yeah. It, it, it is more close to that than any of the shit I would be doing for the next 15 years. That's so fascinating. And I feel like that's so rare, but also I feel like when that's the case, like that's your most authentic self, you know, like yeah. that's essentially like you are, you are, you are yourself in real life and on stage. And those to me are the funniest people. Those to me are the, the people that are most authentic to themselves on stage and off are the, they're, they're usually the greats, you know? Oh, I, I, I had so much fun that night. I called my dad and I was like, I was like, I, I, a radio show put it on. They didn't have an open mic. A radio show put it on. Wow. Had like four comics go before me. I <laughs> went up, did 30, killed, got offered a radio show in Tallahassee. And, uh, and they sat me down with the uh, program director and the co-host. Okay. The host. Yeah. And at the, in the outdoors at Pop Ellie's over to the far, I mean, just to be specific, if you were walking in, far left corner over by the outdoor bar that's where what was there then i don't know at that time there. yeah uh okay i know where you're, i know you, so it was in the right when you walk in the fence you're talking right yeah you right when you walk in the fence over to the le far left they used to have an outdoor bar to the left of pop ellie okay so they still have the outdoor okay. well i haven't been to tallahassee in like 10 years or 11 years uh but they do they did have that outdoor bar to the left and they set up a there was a stage over there oh yeah okay no, that, that there. I don't remember if there was a stage over there. I don't remember anything really. You know, me and <laughs> me and Johnny Knoxville shot a um, shot a commercial at Pop Bellies. This is so funny. I didn't I didn't know that like Pop Bellies had this much of a history. I knew it'd been there for a long time. It got there when I was there. Okay, my year Pop Bellies was showed up probably my like my first junior year. Okay, and uh, and it was across the street from the Lambda Kai house. So all our a lot of, we had a lot of friends that were Lambda Kai. So okay. it was behind the Lambda Kai house. So they could Got like it. funnel there. My buddy, I live with this guy Hutch, who was the Lambda Kai. This guy Blair, this guy Keith. Okay, and so we'd go over to Pop Ellie's, and we it was a fucking blast, right, dude. During I don't know about during your era, but it, during my era, they would do the um, ten dollar all you can drink on Thursdays from ten to twelve. That was. Oh my God. $10 all you can drink. You, you just sit at the bar and be like, yeah, I'll do like 14 shots. And they're like, here you go. That's fun. No, they didn't have that. They didn't. Have, yeah. I don't I, remember. I was never, you know, it's funny as, as, as you know, I was obviously a big drinker in college, but mm -hmm. like 
I think I'm just as big a drinker now as I was in college is that I like to get drunk. Yeah. But it, it there was never a, like, there was never a, um, I don't know. And I get drunk as fuck. I get really drunk. But, like, I just, I don't know. It was different. Like, I had a buddy, Mason Riles, who would get, like, carry him out of the bar drunk every yeah. night. And we were like, I was like, I was never that. Yeah, you're like, I wasn't that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so you did an open mic of Pop Bellies? Open mic of Pop Bellies. How uh, great would that have been? And, and, you know, it had to be a supportive scene because... It's only people that are into comedy. Literally. It was great. It was great. And, you know, a lot of the people uh, that were doing comedy then are still doing comedy and succeeding. Who? Um, so there's uh, Lisa Best. Pull up um, these names and pull them up in different thumbs. Yeah. Lisa Best. Uh, she is, I, I believe last I heard she was writing for something, but she's absolutely hilarious. Um, Kevin Barnett, uh, R.I.P., uh, he's he was in New York. And, I know Kevin Barnett. Yeah, he's. I mean, he was Wait, so funny. Kevin Barnett passed away. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. Uh, he passed away in Mexico, right? That's right. He was from Florida State. Yeah, FSU guy. Um, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it was. It was. It's. He was so funny. He hosted um, the first open mic I did at at a, at a comedy club because you know a month or so after doing this random sorority gig, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to stop doing this. And, uh, you know, I was doing a show at the Comedy Zone in Tallahassee and he was uh, like the the host. He was the guy that hosted. Really? He was yep. funny as shit. Oh, he's so funny. Some of his he complications material. of. Yep. Uh, yep. Titus. I thought yeah. it was bad something. Uh, that's initially what I thought, too. But um, yeah, I just it was it was so shocking when that happened. I was like, whole like, holy fuck. That's horrible. It's awful. Um, but yeah, so Lisa Best, um, uh, Kevin Barnett was there. Um, JC Carias, really funny guy. He's actually a, from University of Florida, but he used to All be right, in pass Tallahassee. On him, pass on him, pass on him. <laughs> it's so funny that like even when I go to home yeah. and, and I tell a joke and I go, yeah, I went to school Florida State and you hear people booing, I go, we're yeah. grownups. We're yeah, fucking grownups. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, he, but he was always in Tallahassee because we just had obviously better crowds, better shows, better people. Um, so he was up there a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do you else? follow Lisa Best on Instagram? Uh, no, but we're friends on Facebook. Oh, is she not on Instagram? I think she is, but... Um, Very I, political. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Very political. Yeah, dude, she keeps pushing this like vaccine mandate or something. No. Lisa Best comic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving her a follow. Nice. FSU right there. Um, and I'm trying to think. There's one other person that I can't remember off the top of my head, but... It's it's amazing to see the pool of people that that started. We all started in a small little community and are you know continuing to pursue it and doing it in so some capacity. Incredible, yeah. There's, we did not have that. There was you, I can imagine it was a totally different ball game. Florida comics mm -hmm. uh, from uh, my generation, meaning like the people that I knew from Florida, yeah. were Todd Berry, okay, Brian Regan, yep, uh, Jim Jim Brewer, yep. Uh, Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. But yeah, but not even until later. Like Daniel Tosh, I didn't realize he was from Florida until like these were guys when I moved to New York, Tom Rhodes. Yeah. These were, oh, uh, yeah, Mitch Tom Hedberg was started down in Florida, yes, I guess. He did. Mm -hmm. And so those were the Florida guys that you knew of yep. in New York. And then when I got out, Tosh, I mean, Tosh was just, he was yeah. leaps and bounds better than anyone yeah. his age. He was, he's one of those guys too that I feel like uh, found his voice like immediately. Like, way quick like just was on stage and was like yeah i'm i write perfect jokes and uh, i'm really sarcastic and also i can riff and i'm hilarious i'm not a, i'm not a huge fan of this flavor to be dead honest with you which one's that that's the apples? apple crisp apple crisp the mint uh 
It reminds me of a uh, menthol cigarette. The mint one? Yeah, the peppermint. Wait, um, did you know Eric Myers? Yeah. Yeah. That I guy. Eric Myers. I knew Eric Myers. I, I used to. It was so funny. I used to. He used to let me open for him because I would drive. <laughs> so he would yeah, just. that tracks. He'd be like, hey, you want to you come with me to this show? And I'd be like, all right. And is this all Florida? Oh, yeah. Eric Andre is from down south. That's He's right. from Boca. Yeah, Boca. Let's, who else is from Florida? Let's see. Uh, let's see. I don't... Do you know, tell me if you know any of these names. I... Alan Covert. Dolce Sloan. I know her. Dave know, Williamson. Dolce, Dave, Dolce Sloan. Burt Kreischer. Shut up. Yeah. Wait, are you on this list? Yeah. Oh, I'm not on this list. They hate Cheryl me. Cheryl Hines is from Tallahassee. Cheryl Okay. I didn't know that. Cheryl Hines, you know, from Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from Tallahassee. Wow. that's uh, No one's from Tallahassee. No one's from Tallahassee. Like, what the fuck? Um, Jackie Gleason. Wow. Oh, yeah. Jackie Gleason. Well, Jackie Gleason Theater. That's, oh, of course. Duh. Uh, fascinating i can't see anyone on the right or the left beth littleford littleford i don't know that name uh the most horrible feeling right now would be to be a comic hear us read your name and then go <laughs> and then I go, i've never heard of that yeah person. i don't know that name Ugh. by the way shout out to fucking this is the reason i like uh i like trevor noah mm -hmm. is uh i've never met him once in my entire life <laughs> but my sister was at a party and she goes uh she was like oh my sister works at Disney. Okay. And she was like, hey. Uh, and he was like, Chrysler, Chrysler. And she goes, my brother's a stand-up. And he goes, oh, yeah, very funny. And she's like, yeah, Trevor Noah thought you were hilarious. I was like, he doesn't know who that He doesn't know who <laughs> But he was nice enough to go, oh, he's hilarious. I was like, I was like that's all I need from a guy. Right. Give her, give her those niceties. Alan Covert's from Florida. Okay. Wow. You know Alan Covert? I know the name. He's uh, he's Happy Madison. He's over oh, with, okay. uh, with Adam Oh, Chandler. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know, now I know his face. Yeah, Alan uh, and I had a meeting one time, and all we did, all we did was uh, was uh, uh, talk about um, Bagel Bagel. <laughs> Isn't that fucking funny? By the way, I'm old enough to know the guy that started Bagel Bagel. Really? Like I knew he started another one place called Burger Burger. Oh my god! Over near the Publix on like I, 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 by Bagel the way, Bagel, dude. There's sandwiches. RBCC was one of the best sandwiches I'd ever had in my entire fucking life. Dude, there is, I like can't even believe how good those breakfast sandwiches were. I thought that like that was going to be like a thing, but absolutely not. The quality, the, and it's, and people can say all they want about New York bagels being so much better, this, that, and the other. But this was like, th this particular san bagel sandwich was like literally, it was its own entity. Like it's not, it's from yeah. nowhere. It's for, it's from everywhere. Is bagel, see if bagel bagel is still open. It's By the way, gotta this be. podcast is only interesting. If you grew up in Florida, <laughs> we're into golf and went to Florida state. That's right. Like if you didn't do any of those things, you're sitting here going, I don't know any of this you're shit. Like, I don't know nothing. Uh, that's all right. We're bagel bagel. He had a burger burger. His dad. And no him, shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at that logo. It's bagel, so terrible. Bagel. Oh, on Pensacola street in wow, Tallahassee, dude. right next to a pet shop. Yep. I used to go to a pet. I used to go to that pet shop. You go look at the puppies. Yeah, you and go look you at the, pup, the You don't pet wash shop. your hands, and then you come you go back to the and fucking pet shop right after you go to Bagel Bagel. The, the, the melts, dude. The cheese was all melted on top of them. Yep. RBCC was a roast beef and cream cheese with an Aju dip. They had a TBCC and an RBCC, and I'm telling you right now. Mm -hmm. After my Tallahassee, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna have Bagel Bagel cater my fucking. You should come to do Tallahassee with me. That would be so fun. You want to do Tallahassee? Yeah, dude. I do you have. Do a Florida run with us, dude. Fuck yes, dude. Oh, let's do the Florida run with me. It's me. It'll be me, Dave, 
Maybe just me, you, and Dave, if you're oh into it. Oh, my God, dude. That would be so fun. Um, it is... You want, me to, you want me to pitch the further one to you? Let's gonna, go. Oh, God. Really, oh, no. You're really excited about that. All right, let's go. Okay. Let's see that this Florida run. Is. Florida run's aggressive. Uh, it's aggressive. It's aggressive. We went we low have, up at that one. We start on the 27th. No, no, no. We start on the 20th. September. September. October 20th. October 20th. Uh, oh, we can put golf into this? Dude, I, I fucking... That's, I love oh, this Florida run is going to be fucking awesome. Holy shit. I so know. I bet you're going up and down. You're going up the coast, down the coast, around the coast. Starts in Tampa on the 20th. Okay. We've got, I think, I think we're going to do three shows in Tampa, the 20th and the 21st. So two on the 21st, one on the 20th. Okay. And then we go to Orlando. We're doing three shows in Orlando. Two, two. I want to say, I'm guessing it would be two. We might end up doing four shows in Orlando. Okay. Um, Two on the twenty second, two on the twenty third, and then, and then, on the morning of the twenty third, mm-hmm. I'm getting us a private jet. <laughs> I've already, I've already booked it. We're flying to the Tallahassee game to watch Florida State against. Uh, I don't. Care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's my first time coming back to Tallahassee. Uh, I am then flying us back after the game, like probably around. Maybe like just after halftime, we'll leave. We'll get on a private jet, go back to Orlando and do our two shows in Orlando <laughs> oh that night. God. Okay, Hold on. Hold on. You got to commit for the whole Florida run for the record. Okay. <laughs> this is insane so then, already. So the 24th, we do Tallahassee. So we'll take okay. the bus up the 24th. Okay. And then we're going to hang out and figure out. I'm thinking maybe we'll go down to like St. Saint Mark's or like go down to the beach and about. go deep sea fishing. Oh, wow. Or go fishing on the 25th. Uh do something on the 26th. Then we are in Jacksonville. We just added shows in Jacksonville. So on the 27th, but we'll go surfing in Jacksonville. Oh my God. Okay. Maybe we'll see if we can play golf at St. Augustine. We absolutely TPC. could. We have, I've got some, I've got some uh, friends in Jacksonville that like know people there. So there's definitely a plaus- uh, plausibility of getting on there very, very easily. And then the hard rock in Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. Oh yeah, and then Fort Myers, and then we're home. Hol- we'll fly home Halloween morning. That's incredible. So we can all celebrate Halloween. Wow. Yeah, you gotta be back for yeah. Halloween. It's gonna be a fucking blast. That sounds like a shit show. It's that a whole entire run. thing. Two of week just run. Madness and Florida. Just Florida. It's just Florida. Oh, I love. I love going home. As, I love. You know, I find. I've, and and I wonder if you feel this. God damn it. Let's get back to your career. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so God then, damn it! Let's get back to your career. So well, no, because I'm I'm really fascinated at, at the point at which you decided mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm not gonna take the path of being a seven hundred dollar feature act. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the path of being of making my own career. Yeah, and putting making my own videos out. And I and I love that you have a group of buddies that you guys have a golf that you guys are into golf because yep. that never happened with our our click like our yep. and I like and I my click of playing golf was uh like. Gary Valentine, you know, he's Kevin. I know the name. Kevin James's brother. Yep. Kevin James. Like that whole, that was the whole group of guys I played golf with. Okay. But it was like, it was, it was almost like, I got to be honest with you. It was never accessible because no one ever made money. So you yeah. had to have a, t- you had to have a sitcom or a TV show in order to play golf. To be able to afford it. Yeah. Like yeah. no open, no comics could afford to play golf. I mean, yeah, it is, it's absolutely an expensive hobby unless you have, you know, connections or, some kind of plug or you work at a golf course or something. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I totally, I, I totally understand that. Um, so, so you start, in, you start in Tallahassee, start in Tallahassee, and then you, and then you decide after college, this is what I'm doing. Yep. And so I spent a year down in Boca, a year and a half down there, and I was, you know, I'd work the improvs as a host. I would host uh, mostly it was Palm Beach because I, uh, you know, that was like the closest one. But they had the one at the hard, the Fort Lauderdale improv, and then they had the Miami one. Yeah. And so I would work the scene as a host, and then I was, I would feature at uh, some of the Bonkers. And I just remember that my material at the time just didn't resonate with crowds down there because I would, it was, it, I would, I would do like Twitter references and people were like, you know, some of these bonkers, man, these crowds were old yeah. and they're like, what's Twitter? What's, what's Twitter? And like, they yeah. wouldn't even understand the jokes. What or year anything. is this? 2000? 2011, 2011, okay. 12. Um, and, but when I would do college crowds, it would murder. And I'd be like, ah, okay. So I've, I, I kind of realized I need to be in front of, you know, a younger demographic that's a little bit, uh, you know, that knows what's going on, like in the, in the, in the world, not political, none of that shit. Um, and, uh, at that point I was like, all right, I need to get out of here. I was either going to move to New York or LA. And I think what it was, uh, I knew more people out here and I, the weather and having a car was like something that was something kind of important to me. I was like, I don't know how I could sustain taking the train and living that lifestyle. I don't York's know. Tough. It's a tough move. I met, I went from Tallahassee to New York. Yeah. And I remember being like, I remember thinking, do you want to know what a Florida statement I'm about to make? Okay. Oh God. I remember going, so like, I don't, like I'm, I've been walking around all day. I, I don't like have a pool to jump in. <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a pool to jump in with uh, beautiful girls. Yeah. What? Like I, I remember thinking like, this sucks. There's no pools. Like we all, everyone had a pool. Yeah. So like if in Tallahassee you played disc golf, you came back, played horseshoes, everyone got high. Yep. Everyone went up to the pool before you guys went out. Yep. You do take a shower or not. You take a pool bath and take then, a pool bath, baby. and then, and, and I remember thinking, I don't have like a pool. Like I'm just dirty all the time. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh my God, women's pussies must reek up here. <laughs> Because all they do is walk and walk and walk. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine uh, living in New York City like d at the turn of the century, dude. That's some... My wife very seldom makes me laugh. <laughs> the hardest she's ever made me laugh is we're watching Game of Thrones, right? Oh, God. Yeah. Jon Snow is in that ice cave with the wildling. Yep. And he goes down on his, on his chick and my wife goes, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad wildling pussy smells? <laughs> wildling pussy. Yeah, their diet is like only meat. Like, there's a lot of reasons why that would be bad. They're just wearing fucking fur. Like, oh. yeah. Ooh. When I went in for surgery on this elbow, I was reminded just how fragile life is and just how short we're here. And who's going to take care of my kids when I'm gone and my family? Luckily, I have life insurance. And on that note, it makes sense why people get life insurance, especially term coverage, which is surprisingly affordable. Why not pay a bit each month to protect the ones you love? If you're asking yourself this question, choose Ladder. Ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork. When you apply for $3 million in coverage or less, you just need a few minutes, a phone, a laptop to apply, and Ladder Smart Algorithm works in real time. So you'll find out instantly if you're approved. If you prefer to talk to a person, their team of licensed agents, doesn't work on commission. So they'll help you find your life insurance and they're not going to upsell you. No hidden fees canceled anytime. Get a full refund if you change your mind in the first 30 days. And Ladder's policies are issued by insurers with long proven histories of paying claims. They are rated A and A plus by AM Best. Finally, since life insurance costs more as you age, 
Now's the time to cross that off your list. So go to ladderlife.com slash Bert today to see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R life.com slash Bert. Ladderlife.com slash Bert. Care yourself from life insurance. This podcast is brought to you by 3Chi, the industry leader in Delta 8 THC products. All products are formulated by a biochemist and made in the USA with USA-grown hemp. 3Chi Delta 8 is federally legalized version of THC and is a more functional alternative to marijuana. It gives an amazing buzz, a great body feel, but with a clearer head with less anxiety and paranoia. That is so important. Who wants that shit? Isn't it crazy that marijuana does bring that shit? Thank God 3Chi got rid of that. It's available online at 3Chi.com. That's the number 3Chi.com. And it retailers around the country. And remember, this is not CBD. It's psychoactive. It will give you a buzz. So please use responsibly. They have these great Delta 8 ball candies, Delta 8 cookies, Delta 8 crispy treats available. Candies are available in packs of 5 and 25. And the cookies are available in chocolate chip sugar cookie. And the cereal treats are available in crispy and fruity flavor. 3G now has disposable vapes. A separate battery is no longer needed for your vape cartridge anymore. They come ready to use right out of the box and are available in 10 strains. Go to 3G, that's number 3CHI.com to shop for Delta 8 edibles, vapes, tinctures, gummies, and oils that can be used to make your own homemade edibles. Use the code BIRD at checkout to receive 5% off your order. Remember, you must be 21 to purchase. Enjoy. Uh, so so then you decide to come to LA and do you have friends coming to LA? Is everyone moving to LA? Uh, yeah, so I knew, so uh, at that time, my my buddy JC Karias had, had moved here. Um, uh, Richie Lease was- I know book, Richie. Yeah, he was booking flappers oh, yeah. at that time. Okay, I know, so this this gotta be 2015? Uh, 2013. 13, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, okay. So 2000- yeah, I was working at flappers around then. Yeah, yeah, you were definitely there. Um, and so I would, you know, host the YooHoo room a bunch, um, do like a couple guest spots in the main room and whatnot. Uh, and then in like 2015 is when I started the Blake character. Um, and it, and it, and it came from a stand up. So bit. were you going on stage as Aristotle before that? Correct. Yeah. I was going on stage I by my real name. name. I yeah. love that name. Right. What's yeah. the nickname for Aristotle? Uh, usually I go by either Eris or Stottle. I tell people to kind of pick half. Eris or Stottle. Yeah. What did they call, what was Aristotle Onassis had a nickname? I think it was Ari. Ari. I think he just okay. went by Ari. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a horrible name, Ari. It's so it's just so <laughs> many Ari Shafir is going. Hey, <laughs> terrible fucking name. Yeah, um, sounds like a, a a lender of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, uh, a fucking lender, Jesus. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was 2013. Um, I was still going uh, by my real name, Aristotle, and like I said, Blake sort of was birthed out of a character that I would do on stage. Uh, Cause at the time I was working for like a weed vape company. So I was around these like vape people all the time. And it was, a, it was a, basically a parody of them. It would be like, yo, you never have to ask someone what they're vaping on. Cause they're just going to tell you, they're going to look at you and be like, yeah, do you want to try this root beer flavored vape dude? And, <laughs> and, and that character would, would crush, like it was murdering in clubs and whatnot. And I was like, oh, there's something to that. And uh, I remember after show my homie, Alex Hooper, he came up to me, he's like, dude, you should just do that character as a character. And I was like, hey, you're right. Uh, and I decided to make an Instagram for it. I called yeah. it Blake Vapes. And I just tried to toe the line between uh, reality and, uh, you know, the stupidity. Like, that's essentially what it was. And I just started doing these stupid vape videos. 
uh, and people, I started just getting a shit ton of hate followers. Like people would share my account and be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I saw one, one of your videos is like the most disliked video ever on, on Buzzfeed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know if it, that still holds up, but, uh, essentially, uh, what, what it was is, uh, my buddy, Biniam Bazuna, he, he got a job at Buzzfeed and he's like, Hey dude, do you mind if I profile you? He's like, I need to, I need to make a video for Buzzfeed. So he, he, he profiles Blake. I stayed in character the whole time. And I just was like the worst. I was just like, yeah, dude, I pretty much just chill and vape all day. Dude, when I go to the gym, I vape when I fucking chill at home, I vape when I'm fucking, when I'm fucking my chick, I vape like, and it was just the worst. And it just the BuzzFeed audience was like, wow, this is terrible. And then Ben like quit immediately. <laughs> so he gets hired. He drops the most disliked video at BuzzFeed and then just dips, dude. It was oh. it was it was so funny. And uh I loved it because you know the BuzzFeed audience is not at all who I was going for. Yeah. Uh, and we knew that it was gonna perform poorly. Uh, and so we wanted to make it that. But it performing um, poorly is why is why it was successful. Exactly. And uh yeah, it was it was such a funny era that that whole thing and as the vape sort of industry peaked and whatnot, uh yeah, it's got what does it have? Uh thirty nine thousand dislikes. That's I don't know great. if it still holds up. I don't know if that record still holds up. Um but uh as the vape industry sort of uh started to deteriorate and tank, I sort of shifted the content spectrum from Blake Vapes to just a uh a generic like white dude, Blake Weber, who, you know, attaches himself to trends and whatnot and uh, basically makes fun of them by trying to be part of them. Well, what's interesting is that I had seen so many Blake Weber things mm -hmm. and I so many so many of your videos are comedic without any moniker on it, meaning like like you're you're making. Have you seen any of his making fun of Trikashi 69 Austin? Pull up one of which one's the your favorite. Um, scroll down. Scroll down. Let's see. There's actually one that's pretty. <laughs> oh wait, recent. no. Go to the Jake Paul one. Jake Paul one. Oh, pretty Jake great. Paul. Yeah. Go to the By Jake the way, Paul I, can I tell you? Go ahead. Hit this. This is a good one. Thirty seconds. Let's fucking go. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds for the rest of your fucking life. Come <laughs> <laughs> in. It really pointed out. Thirty seconds for the rest of your life. It pointed out what he was saying. Ten seconds. Yes. So ridiculous. God, you fucking come in. God, God, you fucking come in. Come in. Fifteen Fifteen Fuck all of you. Fuck every pocket bitch. Fuck me with them. God, you fucking come in. God, you fucking come in. <laughs> that's a great one that's a great one because i you know i i don't i'm i don't, i'm not ashamed to say this but i'm a real fan of jake paul's like i get a kick out of that kid <laughs> that's so funny. i get a kick out of him because yeah. like there's something about jake paul so like mm -hmm. this is my insight on jake paul let's go jake paul I'm, I can't really speak about Logan Paul because I look at Logan Paul very different as I do Jake. Okay. But Jake is a human Borat impression. That's fair. So like mm -hmm. Borat impressions were like annoying. When you first heard him and you saw the movie and you heard a guy do it at a bar, you're like, oh God. Not another my wife. You're like, yeah, you're like my wife. And then all of a sudden 
you and your friend would start making fun of that guy at the bar. And then my wife became your inside joke. So it was like, it was like a, it was like a layered comedy thing. Yeah. So Jake Paul comes out and he is what he is. He's, you know, you see him the first time. And if you just see him the first time, like my wife would, you go, you go, who the fuck is this? Right. And then, and then if you watch enough of him, you start to get, I start to get a kick out of him where I go, he's being Jake Paul. And this is, this is almost like, uh, it's like people who like micheladas and you're like, yeah, I don't mind one, but you like drink them all the time. And then like Warren Sapp loves them. And yeah. so me, we started drinking them and now I fucking love them. And They're so, so Jake Paul grew on me in a, the weirdest way where I was like, I don't know, like, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like I'm vocalizing it yet, but like, like the got your hat thing, right? Yeah. I, I when I first saw it, I thought it was so silly, and then, like I, and then I, you start watching. He just is in your feed, and you start seeing him, and then all of a sudden, you're like, that is fucking the dumbest thing in the world, literally. And he, and and then you start going, yeah, you need guys like Jake Paul to do the dumbest thing in the world. Absolutely. Like you need like and Logan Paul. I actually, I actually, I think Logan Paul. I watched a documentary on these two guys. Okay. I, fi- I find them so fucking fascinating because they're they're really smart. That's a weird thing to say. Like, I know because you don't want to believe that they're smart. They're as smart as me, and I believe I'm smart. Yeah. And I, I would argue they might be. I'll just say they're as smart as me. I don't okay. think like <laughs> you're fl- you yeah, like to I, give it I'm, to them. <laughs> I mean, it's like look, it's like look, uh, uh, uh I'm. I'm <sighs> It's like going like, man, he's really strong. He grew up on a farm. Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, yeah, but yeah, because he has farmer strength. So he lifted shit all day long. And you're like, if you grew up on a farm, you'd be that strong. Well, if you were their age and you grew up in in the Disney, the and and around the, the time vine. when yeah. when branding and social media and Vine and their and and these these businesses would come in and co-opt them and be like, we will. You're going to be the brand. Now you're going to bring these kids. I mean, it's just, it really is like a, 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 that, like Malcolm Gladwell book of like, they were right time, right place. Yeah. You know, for that, it, there's social media. I, no one could have been, no one my age could have ever been Jake or Logan Paul. No. Because we didn't have phones and like that. Yeah. They were of the era. Of the era. Of the era. And, and so I can appreciate them being of the era. Yep. And I can appreciate, uh, I can appreciate them being entertaining. I, I actually really can. And, and, and I, I'm, the only reason I say, I say they're not smarter than me, I'm not saying that I'm like a genius or that. I'm just saying I think they're regular dudes. Yeah. Who have been, who have some pretty slick business sense, mm-hmm. or at least they look at opportunities to like to succeed. And they're, I mean this respectfully, they're dumb enough to try it. Yes. Like you've got to be just dumb enough to do some That's stuff. Totally. And 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 their their whole thing too, I think, is that like they, I think they've done a good job of like predicting what's next they've done a great job of that so like, like with vine they start in vine you know they do like the six second whatevers and then and then from there they're like all right well we gotta we gotta get on youtube so they do we're gonna vlog it's every day bro with the vlogs yeah they build up an audience there and then you know logan sort of sort of shifts his content into the podcast so now he's in a which space you, which you can't i mean i mean it's respectfully to logan paul but like which you can't look as like a genius move. And that's no. why I say he's just as smart as me. Yep. It's like, it's not, he's not a fucking, like a lot of people think, you know, a lot of people think, yeah, Logan Paul getting a podcast is brilliant. No, it's not. It's no. just saying that it's a lot easier way to, to put out content. Boom. He was putting out content daily yep. and he needed a better way, an easier way for him to do it. Exactly. And I think they are probably 
massive fans of Rogan. Oh yeah, no I mean, question about it. Massive. Mm -hmm. I bet they. I bet. I bet. Who you can't deny that who they are is part DNA of Joe Rogan speaking on the internet. Absolutely. Every, and, I think I think a lot of people myself. Yeah, a lot yeah, right? A lot of people are because <laughs> you realize like, oh, I'm really good at conversation. I'm really good at conversation. I have some insight, you know, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm I'm a funny person. Or you know, that's subjective of course, but uh, people people think that of themselves. And so they're like, I should have a voice. And then they start a podcast. And in their case, they already have this built-in audience. Well, the thing about Rogan, the thing about Rogan that, and once again, I mean this respectfully, but I, I'm not, I don't know Jake and Logan and I do know Joe. The right. one thing that Joe has that they do not have mm -hmm. is Joe has an unquestionable, undeniable sense of curiosity. Yeah, and a lot he of is, DMT. He is, he is, yeah, he's, he's done a fair amount of DMT. <laughs> It's interesting. He's always like, "Yeah, you gotta quit drinking." And I was like, "Is DMT worse or better?" <laughs> like, like Joe. Joe is. I mean, I would say Mensa candidate for curiosity, like Ooh. the type of curiosity that geniuses have, mm -hmm. like where a genius goes. Like you find genius in a lot of different ways. Like yeah. a, a friend, a friend. You know who Casey Neistat is, right? Yes. His brother Van Neistat is okay. a friend of mine. I just had him on the podcast. He is a genius, a genius for like figuring things out like he can figure the fucking thing out That's, you can yeah. look at him and go i wish there was a way that we could see from this room out to that room and he'd go i'll get it and, <laughs> and then, then he, and then and then he would put the coolest setup for <coughs> for like and so like where, where, where my wherever my genius may lie and i don't i'm not really certain maybe i think sometimes it's just the fact that i i don't even know if i have any genius sometimes but Dude, like you got some genius but, bro but, but I think they followed in Joe's footsteps mm -hmm. with the podcast, but they're not, I mean, Joe's, Joe's just an authentic, different type of human who mm -hmm. is like, I mean, thirsty as fuck for, for information, for knowledge, and knowledge and, and, in, and in so many different ways. He's uh, dude, I, I'm telling you when I, I know, I, I know a lot of really brilliant men mm -hmm. and women and women. Uh, but, uh, I don't, I don't know anyone any more fucking curious and, and open-minded is as weird as that's going to sound in today's society. Yeah. Right. They're like, what are like, you talking about? But like Rogan's fucking game changers. When he started a podcast, it was like, he decided to have a fucking Renaissance. Yep. He decided he did. It's, he really had a Renaissance. You know, I heard Chris Rock one time say, um, and I'm paraphrasing. I could be totally fucking wrong. Chris mm -hmm. Rock said that, um, Right before he did uh, Bring the Pain, which is the, the fucking the best special I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um, Cornell West invited him to Sunday Conversations. Oh. Cornell West would have these, these intellectuals, black intellectuals, come to his house. I think white people too, probably, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I think in my memory, it was like all black dudes mm -hmm. and women come to his house. And on Sunday, they would sit around. They'd talk politics. They'd talk, they'd talk uh, so, what's going on in the society. They'd talk about everything. And... and he invited Chris Rock. Chris Rock said, I'd go there on Sundays and I would just sit and listen. Yeah. And I would sit and listen. And that's the kind of person Rogan is. Like me, I'm going to want to talk. You're going to be like this. Yeah. I'm going to be like, <laughs> hey, 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 actually, guys, <laughs> this is how it is. I have yeah. noticed that black people fall asleep easier than white people. And they'd be like, what the fuck? Wait, what did hey, you Halston, say? Can you grab me one of those IPAs? By any chance? Do you, do you want anything? Uh, I'll take another one of these seltzers. See if we have another seltzer. In I don't there. Even we got to stack up on alcohol in here. I don't even care what flavor. But, um. But yeah, but I, 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 I find Jake Paul interesting. And, and by the way, mm -hmm. I also, I also have this thing of 
Like when you write off people, which a lot of people have written off the Pauls, you lose an angle of, 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 of interesting insights to life. Agreed. Like, like seriously, like that. And, and, and when you do that, you also just discount them for what you see surface level, because at the end of the day, social media is just that it's You're, just that you are getting the surface level of everybody and to discount someone wholeheartedly because of that, I think is really close minded. Yeah. So like if you've written off Jake Paul right now, you've, you're, you have written off the fact that, and, and once again, this is why I don't, I'm not going to say anyone's Jesus Christ. But heavy, but light. Sure, I'll take one of these. I'll take a lap, boy. <laughs> Thanks, sir. But once you write them off, then you're you you've also lost. You've also lost, which and then this is why I say I, I say that he I don't think he meant this, but he is changing the way fighters will get paid in the future. Oh my god! And 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 I don't think that was his intention. I know it's no. he's, he's making it sound like it was now. Like yeah. you now he's like, I don't think he ever had fairness for her for her fucking future fighters. It, 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 like I don't <laughs> yeah. think. I don't think there was a noble part of Jake Paul who sat up in bed and goes, hold on. <laughs> these, fighters, these fighters aren't making enough money. This payment structure is not right for payment the fighters. Payment structure just seems unfair to me. It's not okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I'm going to change the game. I think he changed the game and then was yes. like, you know what, man? This is fucked up. Yeah, this, this is no, I'm, what I'm doing is good. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some a lot of self-serving uh, going on there. Um, but the foresight to get into fighting in the first place as like an entertainer. Like there's something about that that is like, you know, that's really entertaining. Like yeah. watching two people that aren't like, you know, necessarily professional boxers. And I'm not saying at this point that they're not professional boxers because mm -hmm. they're, training. they're training. Uh they're doing the stuff that I guess it takes to become a professional boxer. They're just, you know, newer to it than people that started when they were 15. Well, yeah. Um, and when you watch someone who started when they were like 13, 15, yeah. It it does look a little different. Of course, cuz you're I was actually just listening to Joe talk about this uh with like you, the way that your muscles grow into the fight moves. Like it's, it, there's something to that versus someone that has gone through puberty and then starts to fight. So, so that's maybe why it looks so different, but these, uh, these guys, the way that they, they, they saw, they saw an opportunity, they jumped on it. And now you see all these other YouTubers like, oh, I'm going to fight this other YouTuber and then rappers, I'm sure are going to be like, I'm going to fight this one rapper. of the, one of the, one of the, uh, I saw one fight on there with like a, a McBroom or something. And uh, okay. Austin McBroom and one of the other, one of, one of the fighters was actually really fucking good. And he knocked like, the fucking shit out of the guy. And I was yeah. like, gee, okay. That guy might be a fighter. Like, <laughs> like that guy might be a fighter. <laughs> he might've had, yeah, he might've had a little bit more, uh, uh, in his bones yeah i'll tell you the one time the one time that uh jake paul and logan paul made me laugh so fucking hard because okay. when i was in serbia that's when all this shit was going down and i had nothing but yeah. my phone so i just watched a lot of videos i i think logan paul's podcast is pretty good mm -hmm. i think it's i think I, I actually do think his podcast is pretty good and he has good guests on yeah um uh one of the one of the videos he did was it was it was so and I couldn't tell. All right, I don't need to see this. This is not the fight. <laughs> the helmet. Aaron Carter versus oh, Le Lamar I love Odom. Oh, that guy, dude. Remember, Aaron? this is sad and depressing. Yeah. Versus the saddest and depressing. <laughs> it's top tier sad. Do you, uh, he's got a uh, Aaron Carter has an OnlyFans now. Does he get naked? Uh yeah, he jerks off and for people. Are you being serious? I'm dead ass. How old is he? Uh, uh thirty something. <laughs> Bert's like, I'm gonna subscribe. I'd watch. I'd pay to see him jerk off. I mean, you can. It's uh, it is available.
<laughs> I was thinking like, like when he first announced that he was going to be on OnlyFans, it would be like really funny if he was just using that as a way to like get people to listen to his new music. Like he's like jerking off on there and then he's like, all right, now that I'm done with that, check out this new song. You guys will love this. <laughs> you guys are going to love this news. Oh, there he is. There, there, there you go. You don't oh, even have to wow. pay to let me see, see Let me see. Let me see. I mean, it's not. Really, he's got horrible feet. Yeah. Well. He's got flat feet. Oh my God. He's got horrible feet. Go back to his feet. Go back to those flat, fat feet. What the wow. zoom on? That's a horrible foot. I it, would never put that up there. Why is it so like it looks chapped? Like his feet are chapped. Oh, he's got horrible feet. By the way, this coming from a dude that has the best feet and kind of the most beautiful feet. I've got good. I've got flat, fat feet, but I have my toes painted to make up for it. There we go. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you his toes are painted. They better the, be. <laughs> so, so uh so okay, so uh, go back to the Takashi Six Nine video. Okay, I wanna, yeah, yeah. I wanna, so, so Takashi. And by the way, Takashi Six Nine is a guy I fucking follow. I follow, like I follow these guys exactly. Okay, and I'll tell you the my story behind why I do these voiceovers. Uh, if you want to play it, and um, yeah, this one, this one is in the studio. You got a shit? Are you dumb? Who you playing with? You know I ain't the one. Bitches playing games. Mm. Do this shit for fun. Nama likes drama. Mm, mm, mm. The chair. Talk to street. Walk, walk here. Boom. Play, play. Blue book. Pussy sasa what? Give a fuck. Baba Dama Tom. <laughs> Her big blub. Okay, double. Chair yeah, that bitch stuck me like slut. <laughs> Chop. Fuck it, I'm a gay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. So that one, that one was, uh, you know, there's a little less vocal. Here, scroll up a little bit. Uh, the, right there, the one with all the girls in it. That one uh, was really. Uh, bitch, I got my hands on your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you got for me, son? What you got for me? What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Y'all look, why y'all putting your dead fucking memes on the chain? Water! It's, my chain says water on it. Look at the water. Best fucking chain in the fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Show you real, I'll be shot. Don't wear no arms. Look, says water. You gotta know these girls are far. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, dude, so, so when I first found him, I was like, okay, this is the worst person in the world. Like I, I and I found him relatively early. I found him around like 150,000 followers. And I noticed he was getting like three, 400,000 likes when he only had 150,000 followers. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And, uh, it was seemingly real. You know, like I would scroll through, I would do a little investigative research and I was like, what is this? And, um, I think he had a video go viral 
And at the time I was doing these Cardi B voiceovers and, and my whole thought process behind the voiceovers is like, okay, these people are saying ridiculous things. And I just wanted to put the exclamation point on why or on what they were saying. And like, can you believe that this is real? Yeah. You know? Um, and so he kept putting out videos and this, that, and the other. And when, like I said, when I first started, I was like, this is the worst person I've ever seen in my entire life. But as I continued to dive down the rabbit hole, see new videos, find other content, look at interviews, um, just pick up mannerisms and whatnot. I realized like, oh, this is a very curated personality that yeah. he is putting out there. And whether you like it or not, it doesn't matter because you're talking about it. And so I thought it was funny to accentuate this ridiculousness that he would speak and, and put it out there in a voice that was just as ridiculous as what he was saying. What he's and saying and, and what he's doing. The and what idea, he's doing, yeah. Like yeah the yeah. idea that like, it's so weird in today's in today's society that there are women that would do that and that part of the the natural thing for him to do is get behind and try to dry hump one yeah and you're like whose daughter is that like <laughs> it's like yeah take it a step further and who are these step, people yeah. that are amongst him and, and what are they and where where are their so where's their self-esteem that they're like like just yeah just flap your but Jeez. don't you want to talk yeah. like you're letting him talk and he's saying it's nothing smart. Yeah. And I mean, here's a music video and it's just, it's just so funny. And so what I, what I did at first, cause he stopped putting out like these videos where he would just talk and yeah. he started doing these videos more where he's like around a, a group of people or he's like previewing new music and whatnot. And so with those, what, what I would do is I would uh, sort of uh, do a, a, a lip reading of what I thought, he could be saying versus what he was actually saying, yeah. adding the sound effects and making it as cringe as possible. So like, so remove all the loud noises, remove all this stuff. And just, it's just him in his chair, like drunkenly or whatever, if he's fucked up on whatever, just sitting there, just like, because. So what's the progression to get you to doing these videos? Like when did you, so you do Blake vapes, mm -hmm. then you do Blake Weber. Yeah. And then in Blake Weber, you're, you're accentuating Oh, when you, we see you on Instagram, we're yep. accentuating what you see in ridiculous Instagram In ridiculous Instagrams, you know, like a lot of the animal videos that I do, uh, you know, are they're not necessarily like commentary on anything. But, some, you know, a lot of times I'll insert stuff where, you know, things that people are talking about or situations that people can relate to the robots. They're going to kill us. You know, that's another like sub, yeah, I like sub genre of video that I'm that I work with. I got obsessed when I saw that robot shoot a half court shot and I. And it had a little bit of rim. It hit the rim a little bit. And I yep. went, shouldn't it have been better? <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't they have perfected the technology? Um, yeah, robots are fucking creepy. Dude. The fact I, that we're still developing them. What the fuck is wrong with us? Seriously. James, let me get that ball. Thank you. Okay. Everyone else, please shut the fuck up while I make these calculations. Y equals MX plus B times the arc divided by pi R squared equals Kirby. Wet. All motherfucking day, fam. You're goddamn right, bitch. Fuck with me. Like, <clears throat> yeah. So the robot ones uh, were terrifying to me because they there's a weird thing about how Boston Dynamics wants to like parade these things around. Like, look how fun and cute they are. When they are going to replace the police force, they are going to replace soldiers. These things are going to be instruments of death. And once they literally have strong enough AI where they're thinking for themselves, who knows what their value system is going to be and where we lie within that value system. The, the thing that I'm afraid of is that human or the, the robots 
uh, with their AI are, are going to try to be efficient. And they're going to realize that humans are very inefficient. And they're going to say, oh shit, uh, they're the ones that are fucking shit up right now. We must either eliminate or uh, sort of move beyond using them. That's fucking scary as shit. Right? Did you listen to Elon Musk's Rogan podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he I, talked I, about that shit, right? He, he, he did. He touched on it and it's uh it's terrifying and after that i i started doing my own research on ai and like the you know the what they're what it's capable of what it could be capable of what makes it run and it's it's scary dude it's scary that we we've seen it in movies and you know they say art imitates life you know we put this out there into the universe it's like how like will, will it come back and win in in my opinion it's Holy it's just fuck. win yeah, it's when like it, when you see people sitting in, an, in a in a fucking Tesla yeah. sitting sideways in their car texting, you're like, hey, man, what fucking world do you live in? Oh, by the way. Oh, my God. They're listening. We're to talking us. about AI. They're listening and Siri to just was like, hey, guys, I'm recording. Hey guys, a conversation. You guys talking about in our backs? You guys talking shit about us, dude? Oh, well, we found our first two to eliminate. Boom. They're done. God damn it. A couple of Florida boys. Ugh. So when do you, are you doing spots? And no one's doing spots. Or I guess I don't know, are people doing spots right now? Kind of. Kind of. There's there's some spots. I'm doing a, a show with uh, my golf podcast, gents. We're doing Jam in the Van on uh, August 19th. Wait, I just saw that. Who's is, is that Skyler? Uh, he does a show there. J Jam What's in the Van is its own sort of like entity. Yeah. Um, and they've just been putting on some really great shows outdoors. They they give away free beer, free weed. Um, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, I had to get ready for a show. Oh, I just itched my stitches. Ooh. I had to get ready for a show. So I did a few spots and then all of a sudden they started shutting everything down again. And, and then I went into surgery and I'm I'm leaving to go to Macon next week. So it's it's funny how how when you're young, I get I used to get up every night. <coughs> every night, two yep. times a night, three times a night. And then when you I it's funny because I look back and I think of the guys who would still be out doing spots, you know? Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. a lot of them I you don't see anymore. Of course. But you'd be like guys that would like back in the day, you're like, he's really still here bumping people. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? Yeah. And in a weird way, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. And by the way, they were just what's even funnier is like they weren't doing new material. Yeah. They were like, still doing their I, I lost a taste for that. I lost a taste for the uh, the concept of going in and murdering mm -hmm. very early. And I, I remember people not losing that taste. Yeah, of course. And you'd see them go up and do material that works and i just i if I, I if i see a comic if i see a comic that's i, I don't even know how to say this because I, I maybe i'm i'm being uh, i'm uh, fucking a little pompous right now <laughs> but i mean if i see a comic at my level yeah doing material that works i'm i roll my eyes i walk out of the fucking room that's so funny like if i don't see you working on stuff meaning yeah. like working on stuff that like I don't understand. I understand knocking the rust off. I understand getting ready to get back on the road, getting through some stuff. But if if we're all doing sets, mm -hmm. and 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 it's the funny thing is, I got this early on. I was like, I remember seeing. A, I'm not gonna say names, but a guy come in, bump some people, and he did stuff that he had already done on television. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like you're not you don't write. Like uh, writing is the only part of comedy that interests me. Yeah, because it's 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 the process of like what's next, and and it's interesting too. I always I I think that that is sort of a um, I, I always okay. So sometimes I'll use the term degenerate, but in a way that is like endearing. Yeah. And I think that's sort of like 
a degenerate mentality when it comes to comedians. They're like, it's always like, what's next? You know, it's kind of yeah. like an like an addictive thing. It's like you got to find what it is, a new angle, a new spin, a new bit, a new joke, a new tag, whatever it is. It's just like you're just like, I need, I need what's next. It's like yeah. it's kind of like a degenerate behavior, but it helps your career. So it's absolutely not like the you know typical degenerate sort of term, like the way that you would normally use it. Yeah, I, and, and I understand, you know. Look, I'm I'm not and I'm not want to put a fucking hit on my head where everyone's like, whoa, whoa, Bert, I've seen you do that joke before. <laughs> but but if you're not working on stuff like trying mm -hmm. to get better, I just don't get it. Now I look back at all the times where I just watched so many people that were bump able to bump people, go in and bump people, and I'm like, and you just did old shit. Yep. You just they, it was so many people that just wanted to kill. Yep. Get pussy, get the fuck out, and you're like, all right. I don't know. They're not in it for the right married? reasons. What's up? Are you married? No. How old are you? Uh, 32. God damn it. Mm -hmm. I, think I'd had, I think I had a kid at 32. Wow. Yeah. 32 is when I was in my... I was really good at stand-up at 32. Yeah? I was... Well, I, well, not really, I guess. But I was killing at 32. That was like your... I was... That was like, put me on stage and I'm going to do some pretty cool stuff. I, I, I remember being like... I, at 32, I wrote the joke... Uh, I wrote a carrot cucumber joke, which I still think is a great fucking joke. Um, <laughs> Did you like per personify the carrot and the cucumber? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was a, it was a week getting into the joke, like a soft getting into the joke. Mm -hmm. um, the premise, the premise was, uh, if if, uh, if you're gonna put a vegetable in your wife's ass, don't use a cucumber, use a carrot. Cucumber's too aggressive, just the shape of it. Yeah, a yeah. Carrot, yeah. It's like a home invasion. Just everybody down. <laughs> And a carrot's more like, hello. Coming in. Uh, is anybody home? <laughs> I made muffins. <laughs> and so, and and I, I remember being like, I was starting to write jokes, but but I wasn't, I'm curious where you are in your career, where you feel mm -hmm. like you are with your writing. Cause I wasn't, I was really fucking funny, but I was, I could, I was just as funny as anyone else. Yeah. Which is you. like, where you like, I, nothing I was saying was like super different yeah it was just like good jokes is solid writing yeah solid material and it's so hard to differentiate yourself in this business it's true where people go no i like where we can talk about the other people like Patton oswald the way he works or daniel tosh or yep or or you know or burr or the lot of jim jeffries and jeffries and Ugh. and and, <laughs> and whereas when when i'm young i was good but i i, I took such a pivot into doing something different yeah that i think was better for me well you need i mean you need to like you you obviously needed to because it got you here and i think as a, an emerging artist and whatnot you need to you need to do something that is going to separate you from the rest of the pack because it's you know there's a lot of good joke writers there's a yeah. lot of good performers there's a lot of good you know people that are just as hungry so it's like what are you going to do different and so obviously you you took the right path but in, do you feel like do you yourself. feel like that everyone these days is is doing a sense a sort of takashi 69 of like absolutely like, I, I think there's there's obviously varying degrees of it but i think that especially with social media people are you know building up uh, a persona and doing i mean literally that's that's where that's where i that's what i do that's i'm essentially uh, that's what character. i do that's, i I, yeah. I perform the shirt off yeah i mean and whereas i think that i did it before i was doing it before social media was huge and i was doing it authentically as me but mm -hmm. when social when it met up with social media yes the brands exploded and they yep. were like they were like oh this is the shirtless guy the, yeah this is this yeah this is the machine this is this is he 
it's such a fucking interesting concept that now that i look at kids starting comedy mm-hmm. i can't imagine anyone would just start comedy by writing jokes right they'd be like well, no i'm gonna start well first i'll get a podcast yeah for <laughs> no please don't <laughs> don't do that don't if you're a child and you're listening don't do that uh no they're gonna start with they're gonna fucking get a tiktok and they're gonna you know do whatever do dances do dances do, do it's dances. so easy to get dances <sighs> are like so fucking i know i, I really don't get that i don't like, either can i tell you what can i tell you what There was a guy, there's a guy, you need to move the camera, did I just move out of the fucking lens? <laughs> oh, thank Aww. you. There's, so like, this is the thing on social media that's blowing me away. Okay. Right now, there is a genre of artist. Oh no. Oh no. I've, I'm, I, in my head, I think I know where you're going. I don't, I don't, you, I don't think you do. Okay. I hope I do. I, uh, there's a genre of artist who makes its living on TikTok by, uh, having a, something different with their face and then saying something, having a, like, uh, you know, the one that guy is like, what's up, God? Or like, yes, Jesus, Jesus, or whatever that that guy, God, and like, and then there's the dad who, there's this dad who flips the bat and then swings the bat. Have you seen that guy? He's really good at it. Yeah, I know, but, and then I go, and then there's this other guy I just saw him last night and I almost followed him. I should have followed him. <laughs> but he's got like a tattoo on his face. He's, it's, his name's um, Something Junkie. Uh, okay. oh, something Junkie on TikTok. And, and he goes, and he's got his, and it's, it's so fucking bizarre to me that it's, his thing is, uh, uh, what up, love, life, live. Yeah. Let me tell you something, uh, person. You're valuable. You're valuable. The world needs you. You need to learn to love yours. And it's like a, like what the fuck are you doing? Aggressive motivation. But it's like it's like, hey man, like, where are your credentials? Like, yeah, like it's so. It was so. It's so bizarre that every third video of his is a pep talk to the person watching it. Yeah, and that there are people that would look at this guy. I wish I knew his name. Something junky on TikTok. No, it's like old something junky or like what are your credentials beyond just watching other motivational speakers on TikTok? Or 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 how? Why? Hold on. Why is anyone listening to you at all? Like yeah. you have you have aggressive tattoos on your face. You clearly, were a junkie. You have silver teeth. Mm-hmm. You have braids. No, I think I definitely. I don't mean this disrespectful to that gentleman. No, but like huh like what what (laughs) when like how would where's the pivot into self like helping people out like i don't like it's just such an odd thing or like the tiktok dad who flips the bat and swings it i go yeah sweet i'm no disrespect but like where are we taking this like where does this go (laughs) and like and like he's like do it and then dab and then and it's like a million likes and i i'm not shitting on it no but i'm saying as, as a as a as a person who kind of looks at at art and criticizes it you definitely go how did we get here yeah and and is this the beginning of the end of society well because i wish i could find this junkie guy's name he was in my yeah i'm curious now i know that uh baseball dad is getting he's got a netflix special um (laughs) i just do i find i find it so odd where i certain people i watch and then like the like the little little uh 
Uzbekistanian. Oh kid, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his what's what's his name? Uh, Hezbollah. Yeah, and you're just like yeah. And then I'm watching him nonstop. It's funny that the things that you can get. I mean, this and what he's like a 18 year old man. Yeah. Well, I when I first watched this video, I was like, they have like they they have like. <laughs> They have wisdom. You can tell, like, by their mannerisms yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah, they've yeah. lived, they've <laughs> lived life in some capacity or another. Like a child wouldn't be like doing that. It'd be less like deliberate in one way or another. You know, he's. I want to hear his stories. You know, he's had to have gotten laid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think probably. Yeah. I want to hear what it's like. What I would. Was, wa- I would watch that. Or maybe I wouldn't watch that porn. I was like, I would watch that porn, and, I then, I that thought, porn, and like, then I thought, uh, I was like, oh, that's like watching a baby fuck. Egg, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, that sucks for him. Is anytime someone fucks him, it's basically molesting it's a es- child. Essentially, yeah, I can't, oh, fuck. I mean, with the way that the world is and clout, like, I'm sure girls would be like, yeah, I'd fuck Hezbollah. I'd fuck Hezbollah. Look at, he is, he is. What an interesting, uh, what it, I'll tell you what, do you think, Social media has made the world a better place or a less better place? Way worse. Way worse. Way worse. Because here's the thing. Okay, so okay. as much as Hollywood uh, is a shitty thing, um, you know, there was there was a gatekeeping process that sort of like, you know, there was in some form or another a meritocracy that existed. There was a gatekeeping process and the people that were there were qualified in whatever way. Um, but now you're kind of letting algorithms dictate who yeah. gets famous and whatnot. And especially with TikTok, because we don't even know like how these videos are ending up on your, yeah, it's based I don't know on why, I don't like. know why I get what I get. You don't know. And, and I love it. It's, and it's so addicting. It's absolutely so addicting. I don't addicting. know how they know. I wish my wife knew me uh, the way TikTok knew me. Yeah. Like it's, it's Almost. so, it's so strange. And I don't know. There's something that grosses me out about it in a way because you're losing that sense of like, uh, for artists at least or, or comedians, um, you're you're losing the sense of like the the struggle, the the having to go out and and like do this shit nightly. You're losing you're losing that, and I and I think what's gonna come of it is uh, worse quality content, like. The, oh yeah, the money that they're putting into this is the this is the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's so good. I'm gonna find this junkie guy right now. Find it. Find like, the junkie like, guy. Like, there's a girl I follow who has a scar on her face. Yep. And I was just like, I don't know. I saw she had a scar on her face, and I was like, oh, I want to support her, you know, mm-hmm. type of thing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, I think her TikTok is about people asking her about her scar on her face, and it's just so odd that. It's yeah so, it's everything is so fucking bizarre now i never thought yes. this would be i'm gonna find this fucking guy find the thing uh but it's definitely made the world worse i this, think like this girl right here ready let me this see. girl jade spade jade spade she goes goes her tiktok is this happy saturday i got into a fight so she gets into a fight and then you're like she got blood all over her and she beat the fuck out of the other girl yeah and then and then i go to her page i look at her pictures and and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I'll give her a follow. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> For what? She got beat up. She, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm following her? <laughs> and you're like, it just is so crazy. I'm going to find this fucking guy. Yeah. And and, and I'm then, not- you ever see something on TikTok where you're like, where you're like, what the fuck is this? And you go, wait, do I do this? 
Yes. I saw a guy in a fucking fat guy in a bikini. Okay. And I was like, ugh, come on, man. And then what I was are you like, doing? I think I do this. You're like, I've done that before. <laughs> this mom, I followed her because her kid tried to sew her shit. Or tried to show her, shit, show her tit. And that, and then, and then you followed her. And then, I, and then I go to her page because she's got, she's got Theo Vaughn's fucking so goddamn funny. He's um, top tier funny. And so I, I fucking go to her page and it's a bunch of stuff of her breastfeeding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'll give her a follow. I'll give her a follow. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, who am I following and why? And why? It's anyone with a physical deformity could build a fucking fan base. So quick. Hard as fuck. Especially on TikTok. Like, and, and that's, I mean, I guess in a way that, you know, that's good or whatever. Yeah. But I, there's just, there's something to, you know, you see that, uh, you know, you see money getting dumped into stuff that's less good. And yeah. it it's... For me, you know, I, I love film. I love uh, I love comedy. Yeah, what's what's your goal? Like, what's your next step? Uh, I mean, ultimately, you know, I want to I want to direct. Um, I, I see myself on that path. Uh, I'm I'm working on an animated project right now. Oh, nice. Um, kind of based on my robot voiceovers. Um, so that's you know that's that's sort of like long term goals and whatnot. Um, but to to say where it's going to end up, I don't know because with all the emerging platforms and how quickly things are changing, and 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 how uh, you know how 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 crazy the world is now, it's like you don't you don't know where you're going to end up. And so, you got to be at the front of things. You got to be at the forefront. So tell me about your podcast, gents. Oh yeah, um, our podcast essentially is uh, so it's me. Uh, Jake Adams, another really funny comedian, Mark Smalls, and another. I know uh, Mark Smalls. Yeah. Hold on, Mark Smalls. I think I worked with Mark Smalls. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you did. He t- he told me about uh, he did uh, your storytelling show, and told a really funny story. And he he was like, it, it was awesome to hear Bert's laugh in the background uh, during during my story. Yeah, wait. Yeah. When did we He's work got the really long hair? Somewhere in uh, uh, NorCal. Yeah, I follow him too. Mm-hmm. He's really funny. Yeah, he's so funny, dude. He's he takes the hot takes on our podcast uh, in the golf world, and um, and then uh, the, our fourth is a really funny dude, uh, Griff Pippen, as well. And so it's us four, and essentially we talk about our escapades on the golf course. We talk about you know what's going on in our lives, how much of uh, degenerates we are. Um, our Instagram and TikTok just really started to take off because really? we have been doing this thing called the Back Off Challenge. I love it. I saw it the other day. Yep. I love it. It's so funny. By the way, I saw I saw one called I saw one oh god damn it. I just I just saw that the other day. Okay, good. I saw the back off challenge. We're, we're, we're in your algorithm. Wait, can, can you type pull it in? Can uh, you pull it in? Go because cut. I got a similar one. Oh uh, from another guy from another guy. It might have been you guys though. It might have been you guys, but another guy goes, This is a game I called Pal Fuck. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. Um that's so funny. Uh, so they, so it would be on Instagram. Go to uh, Instagram uh, at Country Club Adjacent, uh, Instagram.com slash Country Club Adjacent. That's our uh, that's what our podcast is called. And uh, the back off challenge has really given us um, like a new dynamic. Yes, yeah, that first one right there. Um, and basically, what we do is we just try to get people to back off their tee shots. We sh- we got to get you out there. Yeah, it'd be really hard to get me to back. I wish my arm was feeling better. I really want to golf. Let me see one. I can imagine. Is this the back uh, scroll challenge? down. Scroll. Uh, yeah, that's what. That's actually. That's that's a good one. We had Jim Jeffries out the other day, 
We got him. I can't wait to see his swing. Hey, Kevin, nah. <laughs> Let me see the Carfax on those shoes. Hi, welcome to Best Buy. I'm Jake Adams. You look oh. like you're about to ask to change my socks. You look like you sell fake Coachella tickets. You look like you were forced to get tattoos in prison. You look like you're some girl's best friend. Type cog sounds like you're a superhero name. You look like the default option on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. You look like when you move into a neighborhood, you have to go to all the neighbors and tell them who you are. You look like you yell at town hall meetings. You look like town hall. <laughs> Forrest Shaw. Is that Forrest? Yeah. So wait, so wait, let me see Jim Jeffrey's swing. Does it, is it up here? Uh, scroll down, scroll down a little bit. Uh, let's see, keep going. Uh, right there, there he is. Boom. Let's see Jim Jeffrey's swing. Get it bigger, get it bigger for me. I'm going to assess his swing. Okay. All right. All right. Hang on. Stop, stop. Hit pause. Can we hit pause on this? I'm not in love with, I'm not in love with his open uh, toed stance. Yeah. All yep. right. Yeah. He's already setting himself up. Yeah, he's for already setting himself up. Okay. Keep yep. going. I hate his practice swing. Yeah. I hate his practice Didn't swing. Even give 50%. Let me tell you, stop, 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 stop. You ready for this? This is my dad. Buddy, fucking hit the ball. <laughs> I go, what? And he goes, how many rounds of golf are you going to play? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, how many practice swings are you taking? I said, I take like three. He goes, then by the time you get to the 18th green, you've now played four rounds of golf. Wow. And he's like, you take, if you need one, take one, feel it, but don't take a full swing. Just hit the goddamn ball. You know what it's like to hit a fucking golf ball. I hit the goddamn ball. I love that, dude. All right. Let me see a swing. Okay. Hate his. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. I hate his shoulders. Yeah. Look I at hate his, his So I don't like his pullback. Uh, yeah. He's taking it way, 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 way outside. <laughs> yeah, he put it in his. <coughs> okay. Those clubs look like they might be too small for him. Yeah. He's jerking through that swing, man. So who's got. So who's got. Let me see your swing. Is your swing up here? Uh, yeah, so go to Instagram.com slash uh, Blake Golfing. That's my... Uh, have a beautiful swing. Yeah, my swing is is really good right now. No, wait. Who's the... We should probably wrap this up soon. Who's the fucking chick? Paige... Searnack or... She's got Searnack. a pretty good fucking uh, swing. Go down to... One down. One video down on the right. Nice. Yeah, that was, that was solid. That was, uh, this was uh, down at Ben Brown's golf course in... Uh, Oceanside, yeah, or uh, somewhere down there. All right, go to go to uh, Burt Kreischer, uh, PGX. Ooh, swing! I'm excited. Yeah, I, I haven't seen yeah. your swing. This is uh, it's fast. I'm, I'm it's, it's it's like it's. I I don't even think it's that pretty. These are by the way, my swing on a on a driver. So here we go. Let's see this. Okay, go big screen. Go big screen. Go big screen. Ooh, Bert, what's your handicap? I have no idea. I don't play enough these days. Okay. Dude. Yeah. The attitude's awesome. You just step up and rip it. So we were. You swing hard. Yeah. You swing above tour average speed, really. One twenty. Wow. Which is huge. Yeah, but those guys that are hitting those drivers. That was it. That was it. Ball speed 132. Show me 186. That's we're hitting Jesus that. Christ. We're hitting Come that. On. What was that? A, that was it. Oh, what is that? We're hitting 186 at a seven iron. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what's interesting is you generate your power. Like you don't have to take it far back. No. You got, a, you got so some strong abs. Go back. Here's my. Uh, wow. 
my driver. I have a driver. Go back to the page. If you got a driver, driver swing, swing, that's that's what we really need to see is what, uh, the, what your ball speed is on your driver. Chrysler, where is it? Burt Chrysler golf swing. Take, take PGX out. Let's go. I'm cu- I'm curious about your driver uh, ball speed. Uh, I play with Jesus, but it's not. That's not a great representation. That's me playing with my dad when I was a kid. Aw, God, that's fucking. Uh, what's this? Uh, no, no. I have one on my Instagram. Go to my Instagram. You can find it on my Instagram. Is it buried? No. Who Who knows? Go to my Instagram. But yeah, I uh. I was one of those kids. Obviously, I started playing golf when Big Bertha came out. Oh yeah! And so all of a sudden, I was like, my my everything changed. I started hitting a nine degree, and I was like, and, and I was like, fuck, you got to scroll. This is, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm so curious. I'm so curious what because you, dude, you generate so much power with such a short backswing. It's like John Rom. That's kind of like his thing. He's he he doesn't take it all the way back, but like he gets through the ball. So my my um. My first, my first hole, mm-hmm. my first drive's always fucking great. Yeah, because I I literally t- put very little energy into it, and I just and I don't come back very far, and I just try to push it forward. It's my yeah. whole thought: push it forward, and then I like that, and and then as as we build throughout the day, my backswing, my backswing gets to be more and more, but it it takes forever because I don't really. I <laughs> one of the things I did as a kid that would fuck my swing up was rear back like i was trying like rear back and really come around yep and it would just be like i'd lose all control about hitting it straight absolutely and i could hit it on average i could hit it around 300 yards straight as a kid mm-hmm. i don't know i mean I've, i can go over 300 now but like yeah still but I, I on average i would go 300 yards straight as a kid and i was like well you don't need that oh here go to body shots world tour by the way Ooh. this is my eagle <gasps> this is my eagle my eagle putt what wow. Oh, you were tight. Oh, bro. You were oh, in there, dude. Come on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my eagle. Keep going. Get get out of there. Um I love that. Keep going. You'll see you'll see a golf you can see a uh that's it. That's it? Yeah, this is my 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 cut my brother-in-law my, Oh, this is me. This is me. Oh, this is slow motion. Look at that takeaway. Pretty straight. This man knows how to play golf, dude. Look at that. You don't even go all the way back, but yet you generate so much power. You get those hands through the ball, get those hips through the ball. It's like an. This is, by the way, this is my brother-in-law. Okay, is he a beast? Mm, I mean, I can tell yeah. by his stance he's not because he's, he's broken his wrist way too early, in my opinion. Yeah, well, he needs to widen that stance, dude. What are you doing? Yeah, his stance is pretty small. Coming in real steep, doesn't yeah. even have any lower body movement. He's losing <laughs> a lot of power. Yeah. Mm. By the way, I could look at dude's golf swings. Put in Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, here's my dad. Here's my dad's. You ready? Okay. Here's my dad's golf swing. I like where he's got the ball started off. Yeah. He's definitely going to hit up on it, which is what you want from your driver. He pulls there- it back a little bit. Too f- very flat, flat golf swing. Oh, there he is coming over the top. Does he hit a lot of like cuts like to the right? Does no, his, I think since he's gotten older, he's had back problems. Okay. And I feel like he's, uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, kind of miss playing golf. I'm really bummed I fucking hurt my elbow. How long are you in that thing for? Three months. Three months. Yeah. I'm Damn doing it. a golf tournament too. Are you going to play one-handed? Uh, no, I think I'm going to be fine. I, I was doing, I was playing around a little bit 
today with my that's why my driver's out okay and i was saying i was moving it back and i said i bet if i put a brace on i could fucking hit yeah yeah because I, I don't I, and I, I i bet i could fucking actually play even a little better yeah because i was like i'm, I'm I, all i got to do is play super soft and it's just a tournament i people are gonna can pay to play with me oh cool it's like a celebrity tournament celebrity pro-am yeah and so um and I was, I, they just wanted, gonna want to drink with me anyway. Of so I was like, I'll, I'll drink, I'll party, I'll play as much as I can. If my arm yeah. hurts, I'll stop. That's the, that's and, the way to do it. I was swinging it. today. I was, I had my clubs out today. I was just testing. So we got to do a promo read for them. But, nice. uh, but yeah, man, I miss how many often are you guys playing? Um, we try to get at least one round, uh, together per week. That's our goal. Really? Get a lot of content going on. Maybe two rounds, you know, if there's like an event or something going on. Um, but yeah, we try to get, we, cause we got to get the content, you know, we got to get that golf content to follow our, our podcast and whatnot. And, uh, I mean, we, we always have something crazy happen. We always do some weird shit, some wild shit happens. Um, when we were just in Colorado, we played this course called Arrowhead and gorgeous. It looks like there's, it, you're in Mars, dude. There's like a golf course on Mars. There's these red rocks, like grow, looks like they're growing out of the fairway. Um, but there's this par three, it's like a hundred uh, I think it's like 130 yard par three. And um, there's a giant rock behind it. And I uh, I was like, you know what? It's going to be fun. I want to try to hit the rock and bounce it on the green. So, so I hit my driver and uh, I, I tried to play a cut into this the rock that was sideways. And so I hit this cut and it hits the rock. And I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Uh, bounces off the rock. We didn't, we lost sight of it. We, we heard it hit the rock. That was it. I was happy. All of a sudden we're looking at the green, lands three feet away from the hole. It was, it's, I, and we got it on film from three different angles. It is the most impossible shot that I could ever have imagined. And I'm, I, I'm trying to get the guys at Shot Tracer to track the ball for us. Oh my God. To be able to watch it because that is one of the top five coolest things that I've ever done in golf. All, all you're talking, as we talk, all I'm thinking is like of these shots I've had. We used to play at a place called, I want to see if I can get the name right. I think it's Robinson Ranch. It's up off the 14. Okay. Um, is that like Nor NorCal? Is it? This is it right here. So Robinson Range. It's oh, that's Steve Austin. It's in <laughs> Santa Clarita. Okay, so it's yeah, Santa so, Clarita. So that is northern. North. Okay, three forty. Yeah. Woo! Uphill. Uphill. Wind behind my back. Okay, but still, so yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, a three sixty. Yeah. It, it was. Uh, it's it, dude. I, I'm telling you when I say I. I'm super bummed I'm not playing golf now because I never think about golf. I never think about golf yeah. until I sit, I sit with someone who plays it. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. Dude, and, and that's how I was when I first moved to LA. I didn't play for like three years when I first moved out here. Didn't know anybody. Didn't have anyone to play with. Didn't even have my clubs. Finally got my clubs out here and then I started playing a little bit. And then I uh, got uh, some guy that was a fan that works at Callaway was like, yo, dude, let's set you up. So I went down to the Eli Center, got all set up with new clubs and everything. And then I was like, oh, I got to play a lot. And then we started doing our, during quarantine, um, that's when I linked up with Jake and Mark and Griff and we, we started, uh, we started our <laughs> podcast and started playing and it's brought so much joy back into my life. Yeah. It's so fun to grab. It really is fun. I, I, I think it's, it's fun to grab your, your sticks and get them in your car and go out. Mm -hmm. What's even more fun is having them in your car, having them in your Dude. car and going like, yep. yeah, 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 I'm on my way. I mean, and they never, I remember I, my car got broken into when I was playing golf a lot and they didn't steal my golf clubs and I thought. 
Thank God they think these aren't valuable. Thank <laughs> yeah. God they looked at them and were like, "What are these yeah, for?" Yeah, I don't need these. Yeah, I don't know. I don't need to clean my gutters. Yeah, and I and I, but I and I have probably I have right now I have two sets of fitted, and then I I probably have. I know I've got two sets of pings. Yeah. I, was a, I was a big ping fan as a Dude, kid. I that's like if I could get sponsored by like a company, like ping is like. I remember seeing the ping driver that was. Do you remember the ping driver that was like? It was like a a cylinder. Yeah, yeah. It looked, it looked like a. It looked like this. It looked like a trash can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it was, I remember seeing that driver and being like, I need one of those immediately. <laughs> my dad had one. My daughter's, <laughs> my daughter's joined the golf team. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was like, and we called up their first tournament. My wife and I are in Serbia and uh, we call up their first tournament. We're like, Hey girls, how was it? And George is like, good. I'd have gotten hit in the head with a golf ball. Oh my we're God. Like, Fuck, of course she did. We're like, what happened? And she goes, some jackass teed off into my head and we're like <laughs> by the way i was like chris porter almost died from that yeah yeah yeah. and i was like hold on how do you feel and she's like i'm a little dizzy and i was like okay uh -oh. we need to be waking her up every hour i was like motherfucker but she was fine yeah she's fine isla's got a great golf swing <laughs> for never net so you want to know but this is you know dad bragging on his kids of course so george and isla go and they join the golf team and they go hey we're not how, how much have you played and they're like never yeah and they're like okay Oh, this isn't like golf lessons and we're, and I, in my head i was like it kind of is you're at school yeah. teach them how to play golf and put them on the team and then so they bring them out and we get them like three lessons each and they go to the golf go back to the team they play once and the coach is like all right i look i was ready to start huh. and i was like wait hold on what are you talking about and, and she just has a no-brainer swing that's so awesome. like no doesn't think about it follows directions to a tee not much of a backswing, but just nice follow through and yep. and ju and just hits it straight and and not that far. But <laughs> and then Georgia gets competitive and was like, "Hold on!" And then Georgia starts really focusing. And now Georgia's starting for the varsity team. They're both starting for the varsity team. Wow! And I'm like so fucking excited for them. That's so cool. And and this is something that you're gonna you're gonna have this bond with them for their entire life. That's what I said. I said I said we gotta get. I bought I bought everyone yep. clubs and, and then and then. Uh, and then I bought my wife clubs and she's like, now I'm going to take golf lessons. And I was like, oh, you guys don't know if I have any fun idea. And then I was like, and then you guys will see how much better I am at you than <laughs> anything you can do. Like, there's no, you're going to go look at how great dad is finally in sports. Oh, I can't fucking wait oh my, to destroy that, that's, them. I'm looking forward to that for you because yeah. like that is, that's cool that you're going to get your whole family involved because you know, I, I'm, I'm working on getting my, my girlfriend to play. She, she just got her first birdie which was really cool out of nowhere. Like she same type of thing where like, she doesn't, she doesn't necessarily know the mechanics, but she is, used to be a gymnastics person oh, and wow. a, a figure skater. Yeah. Um, so she's got like, you know, that flexibility and whatnot, but we were on a par three. It was like a hundred, maybe, maybe no, it was probably like 70 yards. I gave her my nine iron. I was like, just, you know, just, just do just swing, just go ahead and swing. Just feel the ball. She hits it 25 feet. And this putt was like crazy, dude. Like we had like a huge ridge in the green and, and I was like, all right, you know, I didn't know what to say. So I was like, just don't hit it too hard. And she just like hits it. It goes over this ridge and it's breaking. I was like, there's no way that's going in. There's no way. <laughs> no Fucking way. hits the stick drops. And I was just like, holy shit. And so I'm hoping, you know, that, cause those are the shots that bring you back. That's what really gets people into the game yeah. and, 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 and encourages them to like continue trying, you know, we were, I was playing with Michael Collins and I go, I'm smelling hole in one. It's our, no. first hole. It's our first hole. Did you call I go, I'm smelling ace. hole in one. 
And he goes, you think? And he's an IT off. We played, we played, uh, it's the hardest course in the world. It's a part three hardest course in the world. Where? You type in Burt Kreischer, Michael Collins. I'm so curious. What, what is, is the hardest course in the world? The hard, hardest motherfucking course. It'll, it'll come up. Okay, see if, yeah, yeah, this is it. Scottsdale National. Okay. And see if there's, oh, yeah, see what the par three course is. Nope. Next one. No, no. Hover over the next ones. Hover over the next one. The bad the little course. nine. The bad little nine. That little bastard. This, click that. Look at this. that stupid green. That would piss me off uh, so much. I would get so mad at that I green. scored on the first hole. I scored a nine. <laughs> I and by the it. way, teed off. Uh, Overshot the green by maybe 15 feet, but still very playable. Yeah. Still very playable. And and Michael Collins goes, I go, what should I do? And he goes, and you're fucked. Oh, I said, what do you no. mean? And he goes, you're fucked. You're never going to get it. And I was like, what do you mean? And he goes, I don't, I don't know what shot you got in your bag that you can put there. And I was like, what do you mean? I go, I'll just lag it. And he goes, you're fucked. Good luck. <laughs> and I hit with a putter. I lagged. I, lagged, I was off the green by 15 feet, lagged a putter. And it rolled off the front, and then I never got, I never got back up. Yeah, because I mean, I saw some of those slopes just in the pictures, and they never do it justice. So to see a slope like that, I know in real life that shit is just. I mean, one was like the size of a fucking table. Oh my god! And it was, and everything fell off. I mean, the last one we did, no thanks. It was such a hard fucking course. Look at all those part threes, stupid all part greens. Threes, all oh my part god! Threes. I would get so mad, dude. You don't understand when whenever course designers do shit like this. I get so mad. I start, I'm like, what are you we gotta doing? We got to play. We got to play this. I wonder if we can get, I wonder if we, I, I mean, it's tough. I'll tell you the key is if we can get Bob Parsons on Rogan, then we yeah. can do whatever we want here. Because Bob, <laughs> he, loves, really wants he loves Joe and, he, and wants on Joe's podcast. And he just, he, he, I think he respects Joe. He sees eye to eye with the kind of guy Joe is. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, um, you know, Joe just isn't into golf. Thank mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Oh no. Got, <laughs> Why Joe, do you say that? Oh, he would just become we, obsessed. Oh. <laughs> he would become obsessed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it is such his sport. Yeah. It is such his sport. And he would become obsessed and there would be no reeling him back. He's, his things he's are obsessed with are pool billiards yep. and archery. Yeah. Both very similar to golf. Yeah, absolutely. It's an it's an accurate Joe. We would lose him forever. Although, <laughs> he although quit his podcast. We, we would love his podcast because his podcast would be like fucking Tiger, Bryce, like all the fucking people we would love to hear. You know, they'd all do his podcast. And they would have a, John Daly on Joe Rogan. Imagine the stories. So wait, so wait, if I get, if I get, if I can get golf, I've always wanted to have certain golfers on the podcast. Okay. Can I steal some of you guys to come be on my podcast? Say like, say we get John Daly here. Yeah, because I I would love to have John Daly, but if I I feel like if I do John Daly one on one, that I feel like I wouldn't do justice to the golf community mm. with with John Daly. I feel that you know, like because yep. I, I would just want to talk about partying. Yeah, you'd be like, wait, so when you were and in like, and I don't know enough about golf. I mean, I feel like I know enough about golf, but I don't know enough about golf to really have a very educated conversation with them. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Okay, dude. open He's, invite. If anyone's any of our golfer fans or listen, any pro golfers listen to this, 
Open invite to any golf. But I should put that out there. Open an invite to any pro golfer that wants to be on the podcast. By the way, any open invite to any pro athlete. I would love right? a pro athlete. Out. It's so cool talking to people who are like masters of like whatever it is in, in terms of athletics. Yeah. Because that means you like you have such control and poise over your body. You have the dedication to get to be in the top tier of humans at that particular sport. It's yeah, it's cool. It's athletes, awesome. shout out to athletes, dude. All right, I'll hit you up. Well, first of all, you're gonna do the Florida run with me. Yes, okay. that sounds so much Florida fun. Florida run, we'll play golf on there. Let's we'll, go. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And then I'll hit you up and and go. Uh, and if I if I can get like a pro golfer on here, I got two more seats. We'll have drinks. We'll Let's fucking, go. We'll have a highball glass. This has been a great podcast. Thank you very much. So I much hope fun. I hope I did you justice. But here's the deal. I have two more seats. If you want to bring on any of the guys from your golf podcast, yeah. we can do a group podcast, have beers, have some cigars, smoke weed. I know you smoke weed. Oh, yeah. And so we can we can do that. When I get back in September, yeah. let's organize that. That sounds really and fun. And bring them on. Bring on uh, Jake's. I like his swing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on. And dude. we can probably fit one more pot, one more chair in here, right? Yeah, possibly. Yeah. We can get, we can figure out. Because you guys have got four, right? Yeah, four total. Yeah, we'll I'll get the whole thing. Come on, fucking. All right, I'm going to go get drunk and smoke a cigar with my executives. Let's go. Um, It's been a pleasure having you on. Thank yeah, you so thank, much. Thank you so much. And like I said, when you guys come back, I, I'm sure I don't do good service on a podcast of representing a guest's talents. I talk over everyone, and all we did was talk about <laughs> fucking Tiger Woods and golf. I know, I know, but it was such a joy. I, I, it was a great conversation, man. Thank it you was. very much. Absolutely. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Florida State forever. Let's go. <laughs>